This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Monday, July 26th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, authorities say a South Jersey woman admitted to drinking mixed alcoholic beverages and driving around before a crash that killed a firefighter and injured several other first responders early Saturday morning, according to the arrest affidavit. 63-year-old Jacqueline Walker of Little Egg Harbor, New Jersey, is facing uh, vehicular homicide charges in connection with the crash that killed firefighter Thomas Royds on the Schuylkill Expressway in Lower Marion. Police say a Pennsylvania State Trooper and fire crews from Belmont Hills Fire Company and Gladwin Fire Company responded to the DUI crash at about 3.15 in the westbound lanes of the Schuylkill near Waverly Road. Sometime after first responders arrived at the scene, authorities say Walker drove her Jeep Grand Cherokee right up on the onto the right shoulder of the highway and crashed into Royds, two other firefighters, and a state police trooper uh, before colliding with the vehicles involved in the initial crash. And that initial crash was a DUI as well. Oh, my God. Crazy. You know, years ago, uh, Long Island, Kathy, you know uh, Sunset uh, or Sunrise Highway? Yes, of course. And uh, every couple of miles, Preston, on busy intersections, they had a wrecked car that was... Oh, so you at, would see. So you'd see it. You know... Um, and it was it with the, the sign reminding... <clears throat> and I, I think the, the uh, drunk driving incidents went down dramatically just from that, that visual thing, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know what, uh, Steve, my cousin was nearly killed on Sunrise Highway. She yeah. was crossing on foot uh, and a car hit her because it's it's like it's like the boulevard, right? You exactly. Would, you, people, there's lights, but people treat it as yeah, yeah. if it was a highway. Yeah, right. it's very dangerous. Hey, I have a question about the, the this accident. When did this take place? Uh, Saturday. And, uh, well, I'm curious because I saw a procession for yeah. a funeral yesterday. That was was that the firefighter? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I was away from the news. I didn't really look yeah. and see what happened this weekend. But I saw the procession as I was um, mm-hmm. uh, coming back yesterday. Yeah. Royds with the Belmont Hills Fire Company was taken by ambulance to Paoli Hospital where he succumbed to his injuries, according to police. The trooper and two firefighters were taken to Penn Presbyterian Medical Center by medical helicopters and ground ambulance with severe injuries. According to an affidavit of probable cause, Walker exited her vehicle and was seen leaning on the Jeep with her hands on her face, clearly shaken, saying, uh, oh, my God. According to authorities, Walker had glassy and bloodshot eyes and an odor of alcohol was detected on her breath. They say that her voice was slurred as she tried to talk. Troopers say she then uh, was seen pouring alcohol out of a cup onto the road. She was taken into custody and gave consent to draw blood. Authorities found an open bottle of rum between the front and back seat of the vehicle. According to the affidavit, Walker admitted to drinking mixed alcoholic beverages behind the wheel of the crash. Uh, there were also two other people, one uh, from Pots, Pottstown and one from King of Prussia, that were taken into custody at the scene and charged with DUI in reference to that original crash. COVID-19 cases fueled by the Delta variant are soaring in the United States. We're going in the wrong direction, said Dr. Anthony Fauci, describing himself as very frustrated. He said recommending that the vaccine a vaccinated wear masks is under active consideration by the government's leading public health officials. Also, booster shots may be suggested for people with suppressed immune systems who have been vaccinated. Fauci, who also serves as President Joe Biden's chief medical advisor, told CNN State of the Union that he has taken part in conversations about altering 
regarding the mask guidelines. He noted that some, some local jurisdictions where infection rates are surging, such as Los Angeles County, have already put a mask order in place regardless of vaccination status. Nearly 163 million people, or 49% of the eligible U.S. population, are vaccinated, according to the CDC data. Fauci said government experts are reviewing early data as they consider whether to recommend the vaccinated individuals to get booster shots. He is also strongly recommending that every American be vaccinated. Hidden cameras were found in several dressing rooms at the King of Prussia Mall. Upper Mary, I know Upper Marion Township Police said on July 3rd they were dispatched to the mall's Hollister store where a 14-year-old girl found a pen equipped with a tiny camera. Jeez. Whoops. Yeah, police say that she found the pen inside the store's dressing room after she had already tried clothes on. The device was placed at waist level in between the curtain and the divider. Police have accused 26-year-old Joseph Stevens, uh, Stevenson of Delaware of placing the camera in the dressing room. So listen to this. Officers said that they were able to track Stevenson down after he asked a store employee where his pen went. Oh, oh man. Oh. Wow. Thank God for stupid people. Yeah. yeah. You mean your camera? It's my camera pen. I use it to spy on underage <laughs> yeah. girls. Can I have that back? Yeah, please. Oh, Here's God. my number. You'll have no use for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just give it to me. Yeah. Are you a pervert? Oh, I am, so I need it back. Right. Stevenson admitted to placing another camera pen inside the Urban Outfitters dressing room at the mall, police said. An employee identified uh, an identical pen while checking on the, in the store's fitting room. So they found those two. Police said that two young girls were filmed inside the dressing room between 2.20 and 2.55. Police are still trying to contact the other two victims. Um, all the victims from the Hollister store have been contacted. In total, Stevenson is accused of recording nine victims ranging in age from 13 years old to a 29-year-old woman. So he, had, he, he was not an employee. At any right, any of these places, just he was just sticking it in there. Just, there we go. Mm-hmm. The device records video and audio, but because it has a USB drive, police do not think that Stevenson accessed the images. He has been charged with invasion of privacy, interception, disclosure, or uh, use of fire. Communi- I'm sorry, wire communications and disorderly conduct. He was arraigned on the charges and has been released on ten thousand dollars bail. Further conditions require Stevenson to have no contact with the victims or their families and refrain from visiting any shopping malls. Upper Marion. Police said you should contact police, security, or store management uh, if you notice anything suspicious when you are at the mall. In sports this morning. Nola, who stunningly entered with the majors' fifth-highest ERA among qualifying starting pitchers, came out shy of pitching his second shutout of the season. He struck out nine, allowed four hits, and did not walk a batter in the Phillies' 2-1 win. He threw 116 pitches. The Phillies split their series with the Braves 2-2. They host the Nationals tonight at 7 o'clock. Over the weekend, the Eagles added a cornerback agreeing to a one-year deal with veteran Steven Nelson. The deal for Nelson is worth more than $4 million. And at the Olympics, the United States men's gymnastics will seek its first team medal. The team, which includes Brody Malone, uh, Sam McCulloch, Yul Muldaur, and Shane Wiskus, could also secure the first Olympic medal for uh, three-time Olympian McCulloch, who is competing in his final game 
Jones and previously finished as high as fourth individually. The men's gymnastics team final will air tonight on NBC at 8.30. Action returns to the Aquatic Center today on day three for the second batch of swimming finals. Medals are on the line for four events. The women's 100-meter butterfly, the men's 100-meter breaststroke, women's 400-meter freestyle, and men's 4x100-meter freestyle relay. And yesterday, Katie Ledecky earned a silver medal in the 400-meter freestyle. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you, Kath, and uh, welcome all those returning from the weekend. We are prepared for another day of just uh, hanging out with you and having a good time and bringing some guests and some goodies uh, to you. We're going to start with our new Word of the Week uh, prize. We have the PiesQ, or I don't know how to pronounce this yet. Physique. Oh, the the, the like fire pit? physique, but with a P. Uh, well, physique has a P in it. Yeah, <laughs> just a different way of saying it. But with a Z. Yeah. But this is P Y Z I Q U E. So instead of Pretty P H. All right, there you go. <laughs> it's uh, P-Y-D. it's confusing. Pretty young thing. Uh, so it's a, yeah, barbecue and fire pit kit from Landis Block. So we're going to give the, that away for the letter of the day, word of the week prize. Uh, we have some guests joining us and in the studio. I'm excited. Mary Lou Henner is coming by today. Yay. Yep. We love her. And you know that she remembers everything about the last time she was in studio. Yeah. She's got a, uh, somewhat of a photographic memory, but she will be at the Bucks County Playhouse for her all new club act called the Mary Lou Henner Show. Yeah. And uh, she's been in tons of great TV awesome. shows and movies throughout the years. She's just a delightful, lovely woman who is going to be here around 9 o'clock this morning, which is really cool. We have a uh, show announcement that we're going to make. We, it's an announcement not about our show. Well, actually, there is a show it announcement. It is. A show. Yes, absolutely. Well, no, we have another. What I mean is we have another. Yes. A show coming to town. Oh. That we're making an, an oh. announcement about. Okay. It's not a concert. So no. I'm not going to do a concert announcement. It's a show announcement. But we also have an announcement about our radio program, too. So we have two kinds of show announcements yeah. today. So well, Technically three. Well, yeah. Yeah. But anyhow. Right, or, okay, what? 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 Two wow. two of uh, two announcements about our show? Yes. Yes. One, I don't want to get into the details okay. on that. So anyhow, <laughs> I'm just, I'm keeping it at Let's one. Let's just say Pyzeek. Pyzeek, and that's okay. all we need to do. Pyzeek, everyone. Right. So we will get to all that stuff a little bit later on this morning, and we hope that you're going to be along for it, and anything else we have to give away, we will make sure that we have. And uh, we have the deadline today for the Battle of the Self-Proclaimed Experts. Harry Potter yes. is the subject this time around. So if you would like to enter today as the final day, uh, Nick is going to be the guy who uh, is handling that. He is the most well-versed. and Nick Murphy, the two Nicks yes. in the world of Harry Potter. Two so. He is going through all of these submissions, which there are plenty, to narrow it down to two people who are going to be in our studio this week on Thursday. Battle Royale. So make sure that you get your submission in now. The details are available at PrestonAndSteve.com. Let's take a break. We'll come back, and the entertainment report is on the way when we return. We lost a comedic legend over the weekend, which is sad, so we'll tell you about that, as well as a few other things. Stay there. We'll be right back. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on the MMR mobile app. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant... 
Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high quality, round brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So, stupid question. This is a weird one today. All right. So, I like weird questions. Question we're going to give away, or the prize we're going to give away season three of Star Trek Discovery on Ooh. DVD. And the question I have for you is this What country experienced a massive demand for tulips known to economists as tulip mania in the 17th century? Tulip mania in the, <laughs> in the 17th, 17th century. century. Okay. Two one five two six three WMMR. So, what country experienced a massive demand for tulips in the seventeenth century? It was called tulip mania. This is a really weird question. Two one five two six three WMMR. Call now if you know the answer. A lot of big birthdays today. A lot of uh, chunky birthdays. You mean like large people? Nope. Oh. I mean celebrity status. Oh, it's Mick oh. Jagger's birthday. Oh yeah. On Monday, July twenty sixth. I love this course, song. We're gonna play this song <laughs> to represent. <laughs> Mick Jagger. Uh, I saw a picture of him with his son, Preston. You, you, to, to see Mick Jagger with any kids that are his kids and realize they're older adults. I oh, mean, yeah. like, he's up there. Oh, yeah. But you think of him as perpetually young. Well, and he has spread his seed all Everywhere. over the place. So. He, he, meets new, he meets new kids every day. Yeah. Uh, so the great... Mick Jagger turns 78 years old today, and I'm certain Pierre will do some stuff today for the world's greatest rock and roll band, as he calls them. I was thrilled to finally see him a couple years ago at the uh, at the link. Um, you know, I, I wish I had actually seen them about 15 years before that. Sure. Not that it wasn't a great show, but it seemed very, you know, by the books. Yep. Uh, so happy birthday to Mick Jagger. It's also Helen Mirren's birthday oh. today. Yeah. Oh, she's sexy. How she's a sexy she? woman. She's 76. Absolutely, man. She's on a new show that is basically a nature show where they dub over comedy dialogue as if the animals oh, were talking. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So, it, like, I think it works, like, for the first episode, and yeah. then it's like, okay, we've already Same done. joke yeah, over yeah. and over and over again. Uh, she's great. She was wonderful in uh, in The Queen and uh, just tons of movies throughout her career, but she has stayed in fantastic shape. She stayed in fantastic shape, and both you and I are a fan of a great movie called Excalibur. Yes. Which is, I think, maybe the first time I ever saw her. She was Morgana in that, yeah. and, and really, really sexy yeah. in that. Uh, Sandra Bullock. Oh, Kathy hates her. Kathy hates her. <laughs> no, I did hate her, okay. remember? And then there were a few movies that she was in. That was I it The Blind read. Side that turned it for you? That was the one Blind of the first Side ones. was yeah. one of them. The one with Ryan Reynolds. Oh, I where she's the boss? Yeah, I kind of yeah. liked that one. And then the, uh, the Blindfold one. Oh, oh, Bird Box. Uh, Bird, Bird Box. Bird Box. Yes. I rewatched okay. Bird Box like uh, four or five months ago, and I, I enjoyed it. So yeah. I'm waiting. They're supposed to be doing it. a second one. Okay. I, I, wanna, I, like that. I want that story to continue. Yeah, I enjoyed yeah. it. Um, you know what it was? I think it was... Um, the birds. No, 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 no. Not that. The, the reason I, I disliked her, it started from... Um, Speed. Speed. Like, yeah. God, what yeah. are you doing? Your, your problem was that they, they left a lot out of the book, right? <laughs> so she's 57 today. It's also Kevin Spacey's birthday oh. today. I have a story about him, uh, or uh, kind of indirectly in a little bit, uh, that if, involves the movie American Beauty. So we'll get to that in a little while. But he he's, is returning to acting. He is. And one yeah. of the projects he's returning to acting in actually flirts with this. 
basically molestation stuff. Wow. So I'm like, wouldn't you want to stay away from that? You would think so. Yeah. Uh, he's 62. Kate Beckinsale has her birthday as well. Oh, she's a fan of ours. <laughs> yes. She's she's retweeted us. and Kate Beckinsale? Yeah. Is, isn't that the one? No. no. She's the one? <laughs> no. She's the one? Who's nope. the one? Oh, I'm I thinking was, of... Uh, uh, Tom Brady's ex. Yes. Bridget Moynihan. Oh, Bridget yes. Moynihan. Oh, yeah. Kate Beckinsale. Oh, God, that'd be great if Kate Beckinsale did. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, I think I have her coming up in entertainment news, too. So, uh, Roger Taylor of Queen uh, turns... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> turned 72 years old. You know, it wasn't until as of late, like with the movie and all that, yeah, yeah. that I, I didn't realize how uh, vocally instrumental he was to the band. Yes. As in, like, in Bohemian Rhapsody, he's the super-duper high notes. And I, I agree. Brian May telling us about that when he was here in the studio, and I, I didn't know any of that. Well, th- again, that speaks to the fact, and I think you pointed out a couple years ago, Preston, that, that every member of the band is res- is responsible for at least one, oh, number, one, one number one hit. Yeah, it, each one of them yeah. had written a number one hit, at least in the United Kingdom. So, uh, Roger Taylor certainly deserved all of his praise. He is 72 years old today. Uh, Gary Sharon, who is the lead singer of the band Extreme, uh, did one album with Van Halen, which wasn't that great, unfortunately. But I'm telling you what, man, and I say this every year when it's somebody from Extreme's birthday. They were a great band. They were more intense than people realize. They had, they did some concept stuff. Nuno Betancourt is an unbelievable guitar player. They're when this band comes up, a lot of musicians are very reverential. Yeah, they, uh, they're real deal. So, uh, Gary Sharon's 60 today. It's Jeremy Piven's birthday today as Ten. well. Uh, Jeremy Piven, that's Ten him. years, man. Ten. What movie is that from? Uh, uh, Gross Point Blank. Okay. That's it. Yes, right. Uh, he turns 56. And sorry, Case. And uh, most recently, we had him on for that film in Delaware County. It's a local film where he was. Yep. Uh, there, there, Last it, call. That's it. Yeah. A town's getting gentrified and they're buying up everything. And uh, <laughs> yeah. Small indie film. Bar. Yeah. Uh, so he's 56 today. Uh, Darlene Love. We were just talking oh, about her. Oh, hey. I think on Friday. We were yeah. Talking, or Thursday. Uh, we were talking standing about Standing Lover's birthday. That's right. Yeah, my birthday. Yeah. Uh, wow, she's 80 years old today, too. She looks I think great. he turned 80 as well, didn't he? I, don't I, I know. thought it was. A, there, were, there were a number of milestone birthdays on Thursday. Well, when so. he signed up for that movie, the contract stated that he and his female co star would have to have the same birthday. Oh, yeah. gotcha. And that they were both too old for this right, crap. Right, yeah. She, uh, she's not a bad actress. There is a moment in that first movie, though, where. Um, they come home, and I think that the daughter has been abducted, uh, yeah. and she doesn't know that yet. And, and Murtaugh and Riggs, they, they draw their, their weapons on her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so she realizes, oh, crap, some stuff's going on. The kids come out of the bedrooms, and so she goes, get back in your rooms! Back in your rooms! I was it's like, a little overacted? A little overacted. I'm like, oh. I don't like, remember that, that exact part. But I, I can't I, help it, but I just, I don't know why I... <laughs> That's uh, why she wasn't nominated. <laughs> yeah, man. For that, like that everyone else scene. was. Gary Busey got a nominee. <laughs> yeah. uh, Dorothy Hamill. Yes. Who's been here in our studio before. Yeah. Uh, figure skater who won the gold medal in the 1976 Olympics. And she was like. Was she competing against Tina Babalini? I don't know if she was against Tina Babalini or not. <laughs> was her name. That that uh, I, I messed up her name. Oh yeah, uh, it's not Tina Babalina. No, no, who's no, no, Tina no, no, Babalina? No. I, I I messed up her name. It was a female. Ty Babalina. <laughs> and I called her Tina Babalina. <laughs> is Tina Babalina? No, person? no, no one. There is no person. Her name. So for all these years, I oh thought Tina Babalina was somebody. Oh, no, I no. thought you messed it up with good reason. Like, oh, I just Hi, got Babylonia, her name. and I was going to call her. I, th- I didn't call her it on the air, but I think I called her Tina Babalina. Yes, yeah, she. 
Uh, right. She was here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dorothy Hamill. Dorothy Hamill might have been here, too, at that point. I think they were both here, yeah. So, anyhow, Dorothy Hamill, 65 years old today. And then the last birthday, a very close relationship with this radio station, and she certainly knows how to rock Taylor Momsen yeah. celebrates her birthday today. She's great. From uh, The Pretty Reckless, of course. And, uh, yeah, we dig her, man. Yeah. Our Grinch. Remember, it's funny because when we first started playing Pretty Reckless on MMR, some people didn't like it. They, they thought she was, an, she was an actress trying to shoehorn her way into the music industry, uh, which I, I think she's got nothing to prove. I think she's a great rocker, man. So she was on Gossip Girl, right? Yeah. And, and so she had that whole thing. But, yeah, and she's... The fact that she works with a whole bunch of other artists who really like what she brings to the sessions says it all. Well, it's it's attempted many, many times over the years yeah. where, you know, there's an actor or actress that, you know, loves to play music and be a musician, tries to cross over, and it doesn't work. That's what kept Kathy out of the music. <laughs> but, but when right. it does you work, know she has the chops. When it does work, it's cool. Like, 30 Seconds of Mars is one with Jared Leto. Yeah. Like, you know, people kind of... Stopped at first, and you're like, okay, wait a second. The music actually is pretty right, good. I right. mean, it's no dog star, but. Uh, Taylor Momsen is 28 today. By the way, a text came in about Jeremy Piven since his birthday. It says, Jeremy Piven is the first act uh, at the reopening of the Keswick Theater, August 14th. So happy to return to the shows, and that is from Cam uh, Pam at uh, Keswick Coffee in Glenside. Oh, right. very nice. He's right next to, right by the theater. So there, he's doing so. stand-up, I guess, right? His, uh, yeah. His We're continuing tour. So, yeah. So happy birthday, everybody. Happy birthday, everyone. everyone. <laughs> All right, let's see if we can get an answer to this really weird, stupid question, which is uh, what country experienced a massive demand for tulips known to economists as tulip mania in the 17th century, two one five two six three WMMR is a number, and I will go to Keegan see if he can get it right. Hey, Keegan, good morning. Cousin Larry Appleton. <laughs> yeah, I was. His sing- name is Cousin Larry Appleton. <laughs> Actually, he's saying it wrong, isn't it, it, Keegan? Yes, it's, it's Appleton. 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 Close enough, Keegan. The Netherlands. All right, yeah, the Netherlands. He's right. Yes, Holland. Hang on a second. Uh, Keegan, we're going to set you up, my man. We have Season 3 Star Trek Discovery on DVD. The must-have collection includes deleted scenes, behind-the-scenes, uh, featurettes, and cast interviews. You can own it on Blu-ray, DVD, and limited edition uh, steel book from CBS and Paramount Home Entertainment. By the way, I was seeing Cousin Larry Appleton <laughs> this weekend because we had some friends at our house. Yeah. And we were listening to Hamilton because they were way into it. None of them got the Cousin Larry Appleton No. Thing. I don't think they remember. They're not perfect strangers. Or it, not buzzards, perfect strangers. Yeah, they I were, mean, they're, 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 you know, the, the ranks are closing on the perfect strangers <laughs> fan base, but I'm, I'm still a fan. Yeah, I they were probably living their lives. You know, they're they're, re- they're rebooting it. You, we we in fact, I, I know it's not the same. Yeah. now. not yeah. with uh, without Bronson Pinchot. All right, well, let me get into the entertainment report. We'll start with the box office. Number one, M Night Shyamalan's Old took mm. in sixteen point five million. Nice for a number one spot in the box office. Uh, then he had Snake Eyes, Black Widow, Space Jam, F9, Escape Room Tournament of Champions was six, followed by Boss Baby, Forever Purge. Uh, nine was A Quiet Place 2, and ten was Road Runner. Have you seen A Quiet Place 2 yet? I did. I watched yeah. it over the weekend. Really yeah. enjoyed did it. Did you see it? Yes, I did. Yeah. I really liked it. I liked it. it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, Angelina Jolie, one. Brad Pitt, zip. That's the score uh, coming out of this week. 
following a decision to disqualify Judge John Outerkirk from deciding the custody of Pitt and Jolie's six children amid their ever-lengthening divorce battle. It's astonishing that at this point, which we're in a case that has seemed to have gone on for 58 years, that they still haven't worked out who gets the kids and how that's worked out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's being dumped for violating, quote, ethical obligations, Ooh, the judges is- ruled. Outerkirk previously granted Pitt more time with the six kids, but the ruling is void. And a new hearing will be held. A previous court denied Jolie's request to oust Outer Kirk. I don't know what he did, but they said he did something. He was smoking and cursing. Uh, so, well, here you go. Here's what he had to do. So the judges who oversaw the latest uh, hearing noted Outer Kirk's failure to make mandatory disclosures about other legal proceedings involving Pitt's legal counseling. All right. They said it might cause an objective person aware of all the facts to doubt Outer Kirk's impartiality in the case. A spokesperson for Brad said uh, the appeal court, the appeals court ruling was based on a technical procedure issue. The facts haven't changed. There is an extraordinary amount of factual evidence which led the judge and the many experts who testified to reach their cl- clear conclusion about what is in the children's best interest. We will continue to do what's necessarily necessary legally based on the detailed <sighs> findings of what's best for the children. Oh man! So that continues. What a mess! Yeah. We talk about a mess. All right, I was maybe not even going to get to this one, but uh, I will because you talk about a legal mess. Yes, the fifteen-year battle over James Brown's estate has finally been resolved. Mm. Can you believe this? As his heirs have reached a settlement agreement. So, remember, he first off, he had died, and it took about eight years to bury him. Oh yeah, yeah. he stayed on ice right. for a for long a long time. time. Yeah. So Brown died on Christmas. He was a brownsicle. Christmas Day in 2006. Since then, uh, the singer's many heirs, children, grandchildren, and ex-wife, who was ultimately eliminated as an heir after it was revealed that she was still legally married to someone else when she wed Brown in 2001. <laughs> They've all fought over the estate, resulting in a dozen lawsuits and legal bickering that, uh, that uh, tied up the singer's publishing rights and desired charitable endeavors. However, on July 9th, all parties involved reached an agreement over the direction of the estate valued anywhere between five and a hundred million dollars. That's a big window, right? Yeah. Five, five and a hundred million. Do you yeah. know who's getting it all? Casey Kasem's widow. Wow. <laughs> uh, depending on the perceived value of Brown's publishing and copyright. So the terms of the agreement were not revealed and remain sealed, but the New York Times reports that the settlement is expected to give heirs termination rights over Brown's pre existing publishing deals, over Brown's nine hundred song catalog, as well as the focal songs. I know, I know. What, so, what how many what all's in there? Why do I believe that it that it's close so it's probably not a hundred million, but it's more than five million. Yes, yes. Under the terms of the will, he had left um the majority of his assets in a trust to establish scholarships to underprivileged children in South Carolina and Georgia. However, the implementation of that trust was delayed by the dispute of the will, which bequeathed very little in terms of money to his heirs. He only inherit they only inherited Brown's possessions and stage costumes, as well as two million dollars to be used solely for his grandchildren's education. So his kids got a lot of sequin jumpsuits. I guess so. Yeah. So complicating matters was the marriage to Tommy Ray Hine, who, although the pair were in the process of having marriage and all the time Brown's death, acted as a singer's widow. Oh, said boy. He had copyright deals amid the battle over the estate. So it sounds like you know another one. They were pulling a fast. Imagine. One. So you talk about how billable hours for lawyers. Imagine mm-hmm. wow. both these cases. Fifteen Imagine. years. Man. Fifteen years. That's unbelievable. And by the way, the, the clock starts running if you just pick up the phone and call your lawyer. Oh yeah. 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 So apparently that's over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I don't uh, believe it. 
Prince Harry's reported $20 million tell-all memoir deal is just the tip of the iceberg for him and Meghan Markle, according to reports. Uh, the Daily Mail says that Harry and, Meg, uh, Harry and Meghan have scored a four-book deal with Penguin Random House. Uh, the Mail quotes uh, an impeccably placed source in the publishing industry as saying the final contract was actually for a four-book deal with Harry writing another when his granny died. Are they going to be the new authors of the Hardy Boys? <laughs> that, that's a lot yeah, of work. There were several volumes. Yeah. Uh, so they said, the Mail's publishing source said he had very... He had a very take-it-or-leave-it attitude. Those involved were actually very shocked by his approach, which was to look at them coldly and state his demands of $25 million. Does he... So in the book that he's... The $20 million book, uh, he has a ghostwriter as well, yes? I don't know. I think that's the case. I would case. assume yeah. so. You know? But it's like a legitimate ghost, which oh, is so yes. cool. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, he can afford that. You left out a semicolon. Page six sources dispute that, saying nothing is tied to the Queen's death. Huh. Uh, So Megan is reportedly set to write a wellness-focused book. She recently published a children's book, The Bench, which hit the New York Times bestseller list in Harry's memoirs due out in 2022. So if the royal family wants to combat this, the Queen should write a sex book. Right? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, and me? release it at the same time. Oh, that'd be the best. If you really want to get your partner off. All right, how about this? Uh, sad news in the world of comedy. We had mentioned this earlier. Jackie yeah. Mason, uh. rabbi turned comedian whose feisty brand of stand-up comedy led him to Catskills nightclubs, West Coast talk shows, and Broadway stages, has died at the age of 93. A lot of people didn't uh, get the Jackie Mason thing. It took me a while, you know, initially. I remember years. I've seen it for years. Yeah. And I, I loved his stuff. I did, too. Very funny. Mason died on Saturday. He had been hospitalized for over two weeks. I don't have any specifics on why he was in the hospital, but he was 93 years old. Uh, he was known for a sharp whip and piercing social commentary, often about being Jewish, men and women, and his own inadequacies. His typical style was amused outrage. Uh, he once joked, 80% of married men cheat in America, the rest cheat in Europe. <laughs> another, another, another Mason line was, politics doesn't make strange bedfellows, marriage does. So it's kind of this Henny Youngman, right. boom, punchline, right. uh, rapid-fire <clears throat> thing. But he was the best, man. And he could riff, too. He could improv. We yeah. do have a clip of him do- doing classic, should have a clip of him doing classic Jackie Mason material. Different people have a different point of view about the same thing. Like, I never expected to be in show business. I never did. And I don't need this. You think I need this? I got enough money to last me the rest of my life. That's the truth. Unless I want to buy something. <laughs> no matter how much money you make in this country, there's a government here. I don't know if you heard about it. They keep in touch with me. I don't know why. Sometimes I think they depend on me for a living. I told them, don't bother me. I need you. I'll call you. It's enough already. They have a lot of nerve. I say that publicly. Don't get nervous. It's not that I don't love my country. For my country, I would give my life. But my money... <laughs> I love how he says noive. 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 Yep. Yeah, they have the noive. Classic. I loved him, too. Uh, you know, obviously, he's. we have a clip of him as Krusty's father, uh, you know, which was, on, I guess, since the beginning, Jackie Mason played Krusty's yeah, father. Yeah, he was the yeah. first yeah, yeah. And, and only voice, I believe. Right, right. Yeah, here we go. My father was the most respected man in the Lower East Side of Springfield. People would come from miles around to ask his advice. Greg Krustovsky, should I finish college? Yes. No one is poor. Except he who lacks knowledge. Rabbi, should I have another child? Yes. Another child would be a blessing on your house. Rabbi, 
Should I buy a Chrysler? Uh, could you rephrase that as a as an ethical question? Um, is it right to buy a Chrysler? Oh, yes. <laughs> For great is the car with power steering and Dynaflow suspension. <laughs> <laughs> but it. him and the jerk. I love him as the gas station owner, Preston. That's right. Yeah. Mm. Give, him, give him a place to stay. Right, yeah. right. Uh, it, it's basically a, a, a closet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So, you know what? He... Uh, his death was mourned far and wide, as you would imagine, uh, from fellow comedian Gilbert Gottfried, who called him one of the best, uh, to Henry Winkler, who tweeted, now you get to make heaven laugh. Awesome. Yep. Uh, Mason was born Jacob Maza, uh, the son of a rabbi. His uh, three brothers became rabbis. So did Mason, who at one time had congregations in Pennsylvania and North Carolina. Isn't that wild? Uh, comedy eventually proved to be a more persistent calling. Uh, he had said, once a person has to feel emotionally barren or empty or frustrated in order to become a comedian. <laughs> Until the Associated Press in 1987, I don't think the people who feel comfortable or happy are motivated to become comedians. You're searching for something and you're willing to pay a high price to get that attention. Uh, he started in show business as a social director at a resort in the Catskills. Uh, he was the guy who got everybody up to play Simon Says or quiz games or shuffleboard, and he would tell jokes. And after one season, he was playing clubs throughout the Catskills for better money. He said, no one else knew me, but in the mountains, I was a hit. In 1961, he got his break, uh, an appearance on Steve Allen's weekly television variety show. Uh, his success brought him to the Ed Sullivan Show and other programs. But he was banned for yeah. two years yeah. from the Ed Sullivan Show when he allegedly gave the host the finger <laughs> when Ed Sullivan signaled him to stop to wrap up his act during an appearance. It was in 1964. Was there like breaking news or there something? There was breaking like that? news. They rejoined him and they said he's got like a minute. So he goes, and he, and I, I believe as the legend goes, it was his index finger. He was doing this, like, like a, sort of a jutting the finger up. Here's, here's your minute. I got, like, the, the, I got flipping this. him off without flipping him off. Right, maybe. right, yeah. right, right. And so that was, uh, especially with Ed Sullivan, wow, you yeah. didn't do that. Uh, he, he always claimed it was not meant that way. Okay. Uh, Mason's act even carried him to Broadway. He put on uh, several one-man shows, including Freshly Squeezed. Huge hits. Love Thy Neighbor and The World According to Me, which he received a special Tony Award. Uh, he called himself an observer who watched people and learned. From those observations, he said he got his jokes and then tried them out on Friends. Uh, on TV, he was a reliable presence. He showed up on shows like We Just Played The Simpsons yeah. or 30 Rock. He was a regular on late-night chat shows. He actually performed in front of Queen Elizabeth II <laughs> and his show Fearless played London's West End in 2012. That's so pretty wild. He had a hell of a career. So Jackie Mason, 93 years old and gone. All right, so Mena Suvari uh, is finding her voice. The American Beauty star is opening up about, uh, or in her new book, uh, called The Great Peace, a memoir, and in a series of interviews about her journey toward healing after trauma. We touched a little bit on yeah, this last, last week. Yeah, last week you said she'd been, she'd been abused, sexually yeah, abused. Yeah, exactly. So she's working, said that she is working uh, through her past of being sexually abused and addicted to drugs in part by changing her present. Uh, and she explained that she had got breast implants after being on a shoot where she had given, she was given uh, what they call chicken cutlets to make her chest look yeah, larger. yeah, yeah. And that she justified her decision to her friends saying, dresses will fit me better and life can be so much easier, you know, once she has implants. Right. So she did. Uh, she said that in some ways it was a distraction. She said something I could fill my time with so that I didn't think about everything else. She decided to remove them. She said, I would catch myself so many times realizing I have these bags in my chest. <laughs> 
and I didn't have that connection as to why I truly did it. There was a lack of appreciation on my part, uh, so I just sort of felt like, well, who am I and what am I doing? I had gone to this extent, to such extremes, looking for this identity. Uh, Damn right. She also became more aware of the health consequences of breast implants. She said one of the actresses that I worked with at, at the time shared her experience with her implants and how she almost died, and I was shocked, and I was terrified, and I thought, oh, my God, can this happen to me? I don't even know what kind of implant I have. So I just felt like I got this place in my life where I was like, I'm ready to just be me. Weren't we just talking to, oh, not just, but we talked to Dorothy about it. She had yeah. hers mm-hmm. removed, yeah. Yeah. and she had medical issues, extenuating issues because of them. Mm-hmm. As a result of her trauma, she said that she struggled with feeling unsettled. She said, I was always looking for the answer. I was constantly... Uh, just looking for this thing that would get me there. If I just get this, then I'm there. Huh? If I do that, then I'm there. So I got surgery. Uh, I'm proportion. Life's good. Everything will be better. Yeah, she said. So she added that she was unable to find her voice and seek the approval of others. She said, I needed someone else to tell me all the time what I could do or what was okay. I was so scared of changing anything. Now, she also spoke about an unusual experience that she had with Kevin Spacey. Mm-hmm. Birthday is today. We Right, yes. Earlier while filming American Beauty, which she thought about following allegations of abuse against him. She told people that to prepare for a scene one day, he brought her into a side room where they laid on a bed very close to one another. She said he was sort of gently holding me. It was very peaceful, but weird and unusual. So nothing crossed the line, but But in context, context, it was a little weird. That's what Bill did to us. You remember when we first got the job here? I truly believe he was being tender. I think he was, and that's why we haven't brought any HR concerns. But, but yeah, it was nice. He had that cot, and we laid down, and it felt good. It felt right. We could ask him about it in a little over an hour. He's going to be coming on the air this morning. We have a special guest appearance of Bill Weston. Yes. Preston and Steve. He's still going to be talking about his one-man show. Uh, Well, I can't wait to find out. Third leg of the stool. (laughs) And how he laid down with you guys. Where he actually comes out and sits on a three-legged <laughs> yeah, stool. Yeah, yeah, And keeps topping the yarn, yeah. yeah. Uh, Kate Beckinsale, mentioned her. It's her birthday today. Uh, hasn't seen her own daughter for two years what? due to the pandemic. It's uh, pretty she, wild. She said, uh, Friday on Live with Kelly and Ryan, uh, I, have, I haven't seen my daughter for two years because of everything. Also, she said, I went to Canada uh, working and she couldn't come see me. Uh, Canada has been more shut down. Um, yeah, they've been really tight with it. Yeah, so so yeah, I wonder. I bet you there are a lot of stories like that, especially in her line of work. Yeah, she said uh, two years of not seeing your child is the most preposterous thought. So um, unless she's they, hopefully going to fix that soon. Unless they're annoying. Uh, that's yeah, true yeah, yeah. too. Like a uh, Rob Kardashian, right? You might look for work in Canada. Hey, Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck are no longer keeping their romance under wraps. Yeah. After going Instagram official via Leah Remini, J-Lo shared birthday shots of them together, and they were photographed in full make-out mode on their yacht. Did you see the picture of him patting her ass? Yeah. No. His hand was, like, surgically attached to her ass uh, in a series of big Why would you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> So good on those two. She's days. in a full bikini. He's in sort of like a uh, like a wife beater and shorts. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see here. Two months after announcing that he wanted to end their marriage, comedian John Mulaney has filed for divorce officially from uh, Anna Marie Tendler. I'm kind of, though I don't really know the situation here. I'm I'm kind of sad for her because yeah. I think she she really wanted to be married and work on it. Yeah. I don't know, you know. But he's in a different place. Well, he made the decision reportedly as part of a long-term recovery from substance abuse. And in case I'm sure you've seen and run into people where that can be collateral damage yep. from your addiction problems, 
Uh, and you know, what was that movie that uh, Meg Ryan and uh, uh, and Andy Garcia were in? Uh, where she was a hardcore outlaw. Right, yes. And in the end, she had to... Break it off. It just yeah. it wasn't going to work. So yeah. maybe that's what he's going yeah. through. I don't really know. Who, yeah, who knows? knows? He is coming to town soon, though. Uh, yes. I believe he's doing some shows through the Kimmel Center. Might not be at the Kimmel Center, but like Kimmel Center, I don't know how that works. But... He's one of the best working yeah. as far as as far as classic, super superior stand up comedy yep. uh, was the word I was looking for. Yeah, he's outstanding. All right, and then we have Kevin Connolly. He revealed that uh, he and his one-month-old daughter, Kennedy Cruz... Are the same size? I was going to say that. They are the same exact height. <laughs> no, but they both caught COVID. Oh! Uh, well, that's sad. He said on... Uh, now, don't you feel stupid for saying I, something like that? <laughs> Foot in I'm, that. I'm yeah. ashamed of you <laughs> not saying it before I did. He said on a podcast <laughs> that... He is vaccinated. He believes that helped save him from a worst case of his daughter. He said, there's nothing you can really do for her. She's doing great, though. She's just uh, the congestion part, but the fever is down. So that is at least good news. Yeah, I mean, like like you you got the flu vaccine last year, uh, you know, but and you got the flu, but you probably got it less than you, you know. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You get, you get stacked pretty hard with it. <laughs> well, wow. you know what? Actually, no, I was... Um, I was vaccinated for a different variant. Oh, it was it right. was a wrong one. I had uh, it was like the A and B. I had influenza B. B yeah. Is what I had. See, I yeah. always get all the letters. Man, that kicked me on. That kicked yeah. my ass big time. All right, and then one more story. Uh, Gangs of London is the latest big UK production to be put on pause amid a rise in COVID cases. The Sky AMC Gangland drama shut down after a crew member tested positive Thursday. Uh, this comes after Bridgerton and the House of Dragon. Uh, suffer the same fate. That is the Game of Thrones uh, prequel. May I say that I don't care. Listen, you just soldier on because we need new TV. <laughs> right? Aren't yeah. you enjoying having new shows up and running? You know, they do say hero a lot yeah. This uh, in these days. And, and that would be heroic to continue on mm-hmm. and give us our TV show. You mean to tell me Noah has any courage in, was it Westeros? Or what is it? Yeah, right? Yeah, right? Westeros, yeah. I mean, you take on dragons? Yeah. Can't fight the sniffles? We need our stories, folks. Yeah. yeah. I mean, let's put this in context here. All right. Um, we are ready for clips. Dr. Lily Houghton. Lily. Seeks the aid of Frank Wolf to take her down the Amazon in search of an ancient tree with amazing powers and jungle crews. In this clip, Dwayne Johnson talks about his co-star, Emily Blunt, and why she's perfect for the role. She's super talented. She's a multi-threat, and uh, we became great friends. I love her. I love her family, John, her, their kids. We're, we're all one big ohana. And I can't wait for everybody to see her in this movie because she truly is the female version of, uh, and this is saying a lot, but she truly is the female version of Indiana Jones. Yeah! Uh, so Jungle Cruise comes out in theaters on July 35th. Mo- it looks like a fun movie. It does. Yeah. I, I, it's gonna, And I like both them. A Mohana from what I understand, is a large sucking anus. Oh, I didn't yes. know. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, they, they, I'm sure they put a Disney yeah. spin on it. <laughs> All right, here's the next clip. A man returns from prison to his high school girlfriend, who is now a single mother of three in Lorelei. Lorelei. <laughs> in this clip, Jenna Malone talks about why she took on the project. I mean, I thought it was a really beautiful story of a single mother. You know, I think it not only a single mother, but it was a sort of non-biased reclamation film about, you know, what a man has to reclaim and what a woman has to reclaim in the space of 
preconceived bias of parenting. Cacalola. <laughs> Cacalorelai. Uh, I love Jenna Malone. Yeah. Uh, this comes la, out. La, 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 uh, Laura Lolo <laughs> comes out in theaters on July 30th, by the way. Do you know what she's in that I think is a, is a fun movie? Um, and it's uh, visually, it's great. I never quite understood exactly what it's about, but Sucker, Sucker Punch. Punch. Yeah, yeah Zack mm-hmm. Snyder. Yeah, yeah the, the over-the-top stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, yeah, that, it's, it's pretty cool. All right, so I had mentioned Jungle Cruise. Casey told me we have two screening passes left to give away for... Uh, when is this good for? Wednesday. Really? Yeah, yeah so we'll take uh, callers. Actually, I have more than that. You really? I'm just going give... to give away two for now. <laughs> callers 7 and 8, 215-263-WMMR. I didn't know there was another page of another 10 of them, so we'll give those away in the next couple days. That is also, we should probably mention, and people made me aware of it, and I'd forgotten our interview or our panel with Zack Snyder occurred yes. yesterday. It did. Oh, yeah, yes. that's right. Yeah. And I would imagine you can access that, correct? There's a full YouTube video that's up, uh, and we should get it put up on the site, and it's that whole interview. It was great. It's a great time. Yep. We're a couple members short. Nick is out. Uh, Marissa is out, so we're working with that. But we do have several things taking place. When we come back, uh, oh, it's not when we come back right away, but a little bit later on this morning, as I said, Bill Weston is stopping Yes. Bill's got an announcement to make, uh, and it's something that we will need your assistance in. And about an hour from now, we'll reveal the details. He's uh, debuting his line of preserves. Oh, And it's goodness. supposed to be really good. I'm sure they're no. great. <laughs> uh, so we'll have that a little bit later on. And actress Mary Lou Henner, yeah. who we love to death, is going to be here in our studio. And then we have an announcement about a show coming to town that we'll get to. So several things taking place this morning that we want you to be a part of. So hang with us because we'll be back in just a moment. Grab the free MMR app for your phone. You can stream us live, get on-demand audio and video, and we can even send you alerts on really important stuff. Plus, it's Android Auto and Apple CarPlay compatible. The MMR app. Making your smartphone a little dumber. We had a long weekend this weekend, so stories from the weekend. Uh, I think we can begin with a congratulations to our own executive producer, Casey, competed in a triathlon this weekend. Um, the fact that you <clears throat> made it all the way to Tokyo and back. Yeah. yeah that's huge. <laughs> no, where was it? So amazing. Uh, it was just south of Tokyo, Kathy. It wasn't actually <laughs> in Tokyo <laughs> proper. No. It was in Wildwood. It was, uh, North Wildwood and... They have them all the time, don't they? Uh, yeah. So there's this guy named Steve Del Monte and he is kind of the name in, uh, endurance, uh, Sports right. down the shore. So, okay, and so he, he organizes does, these. He organizes these. He does a great job. I, when I did a mile swim in the uh, the Sunset Lake Bay in Wildwood Crest on the Fourth of July, he was the one who put that on. Oh, that's awesome. He also does Escape the Cape, which is another one of these triathlons that I want to do, where you actually you jump off of the ferry into like the bay in Cape May, and then you do the triathlon from there. But uh, so he put this one on. It started in North Wildwood and. Um, yeah, I felt Dude's really like good. like my next-door neighbor, too. I Is yeah. he? Yeah, yeah. I haven't met him yet, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, he's a mover and a shaker, so oh, I guess, yeah, no. And I you're know. a major it's celebrity, okay. so. I'm not <laughs> doing anything. <laughs> I'm not all that. I, it's okay. It's <laughs> you all You don't want to go good. over there and bring a, a welcome basket to him? No. But anyway, let's talk about yeah. this. Uh, let's talk about this triathlon. So I um, felt really good about it. I, you know, especially swimming with sharks. I was like super excited to do all of that. And Kathy was just telling us off the air about uh, the amount of sharks that are in the ocean right now. So I'm you're telling you, I have goggles on. Right. 
and I am not paying attention to anything in the water. Well, like that's my the way eyes, to do it. Yeah, my eyes are open, but like for some reason, I'm able to like obscure, blur my vision. I am not paying it. The only time I'm actually paying attention to what I'm seeing is when I come up for a breath of air. So it's a mile swim. No, 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 no. So yeah, this isn't the. The Iron Man. This is uh, an Olympic yeah. Iron Man or it's anything like that. It's a 10 miles. This is a, this is a, um, it is a sprint triathlon. It's like a quarter mile swim, like 400 yeah, I, meter swim. That's still pretty damn good case. Yeah. I want to put this a lot out. of credit. So we've watched a transformation, a continuing transformation of Casey as of late, and I just want him to serve as an inspiration to people who may be looking to get a little bit more physical activity in their lives. Now, you got to do it incrementally. You have to start yeah. off slow. But starting off slow is how you begin. Slow and, and steady. Right? And Casey has continued this and and, and is, will continue this. Yeah. Um, so, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, but, no. But, that's that's fine. I just, um, the, the swim part, because you know me and sharks, like yeah. I and people are, are amazing. Can that- you forget about sharks <laughs> for, for a moment? moment. <laughs> for a moment. Yeah. But and now move on to the, so you, you did the swim. And I know, you know you're scared. You did the, you do the bay because you, you, you think sharks won't get in there. Which, of course, that's where they love well, to Well, I'm, I'm a little easier hey, yeah. in the bay. But real quick, just to frame this, what are the particulars about the, yes. the, the distances? So right, how much so why swim? don't you forget the shock? Yeah, yeah, for a moment. Uh, it's a 400-meter swim. So essentially you swim. And then I, I just want to jump right in. 400-meter swim, 10-mile bike, and then a 5K. That's okay. really good. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's right. really good. Yeah. So um, That's a lot of, uh, if you're not a trained athlete, that's a lot on your body to, to take on. But you can do it if you, you know, I, take I, your time. I'm comfortable in the water, even with sharks. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm very comfortable on a bike it's the running that gets me every single time so i wanted to focus a little bit of my training this this year to uh so that i could do the 5k without having because the last time i did this was in 17 i was 40 45 pounds heavier and i had to run a minute walk a minute you know what's great though walk a minute always remind yourself that Though it's 5K in miles. Yeah. You can always say, okay. Yeah, 3.1. Yeah. Pick what system you want. I ran 5K. But that's still something, especially in light. Uh, Daisy chained with all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So here's the other thing. I entered as a Clydesdale, right? Clydesdale are the uh, large horses with furry feet. They're the fuller-figured people, right? So Clydesdale is the male, and then they have Athena for women. They didn't put me in down as a Clydesdale. They they uh, what an Appaloosa? No, they just had me as as in Palomino. In my, a Mustang. They had me in my Appaloosa. Oh, you already said that. Go Did on. we say Appaloosa? Yeah. Uh, Lipids on stallion. Uh, <laughs> they just had me as my my gender and age. Dude, right? That's well. That's great. Yeah. Okay. So you 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 did the three. Wow. And- you placed. You did a good job. Were you eighth, I believe? Yeah. So, so in my age group, for yes. men forty-five to four, forty-four to forty-nine, I came in eighth place out of out of twenty-four. Wow. That's huge. Twenty-four. By the way, let me back up a minute. Yeah. Clydesdale, isn't <laughs> yeah. that a little? Yeah. Not demeaning, but you know, it's almost like Thornton Mellon with his my, and yeah. our new Hindenburg. Can line. I have the contestants competing in the fat pig level? <laughs> well, uh, they uh, the gazelles just finished, and now we're looking for the fat pig contestants. I think it's it's you know like you're strong, strong, big, yeah, broad, the, big guys. the yeah. sloppy jellyfish <laughs> to the starting line, please. But here's what's not fair. I think about Clydesdale. Is that it? The, the they're very strong. No, the threshold, Steve, is two hundred and twenty pounds. Doesn't matter how tall you are. So I uh, don't weigh right, two hundred and twenty right. pounds. That's anymore. not right. No. So I don't weigh two twenty anymore. But I'm five seven, right? So like, how does that compare to somebody who's like six three two twenty? Like.
like that's, that's not, not right. That's not that right at all. That is not right. Okay, yeah. so I want to let you know that the guy that won the gold in the triathlon yesterday, uh, uh-huh. running was also his, uh, he had a little bit of trouble with, with the running, but he was still able to get the gold. So you're on your way. Wow. Okay, yeah. So and they run, that's the, oh, obviously the Olympic triathlon. Yes. <laughs> By the way, somebody uh, that we know texted in and says that you have been motivating him, Casey, Sexy Chewbacca. Oh, oh. Dude, I sold him on my bike. From the uh, from the uh, world championship uh, b- belly flop contest, yes, yeah. says that uh, Casey inspired me on a weight loss journey. As of today, I've lost one hundred and twenty pounds. What? Right? What? That's massive. And how now he's got, he actually was at a uh, a Wookie suit store. Right. <laughs> uh, wow, that's amazing. I, listen, I sold him my old bike um, and the 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 bike that I bought when I first started. Cycling, if you want to call it that. Um, Biking is what it is. <laughs> well, we were biking at yeah. that time. I consider myself a, a cyclist now, but I sold him my bike, and uh, I hope he's been he's using it. riding so. it. Yeah. Um, so, all right, so you finished. Uh... Eighth overall, but here, here's what I'm happy with. In the swim, in the swim portion right. for my category, I came in third. Excellent. You've been in the water all your life. Yeah, so I had the third fastest swim time for men, uh, 44 to 49. I was fifth in the in the cycling, which I was happy about Huge. that. Excellent. But then I was 18th out of 24 what? in the run. But I ran, right? So the only time You're I didn't run. You're not a runner. I, I'm not a runner, but I did it. And I also, the last time I did the this this thing, my 5K took me 50 minutes at this time, I, I shaved 15 minutes off of my 5K. And you yeah. ran. And you ran so far away. Yeah. Oh, my God. I see a top five finish for you next year, man. Well, well so it gives me something to shoot for. Yeah. Listen, you know? and you know, and you feel you feel good. So, yeah. I, I, like, exercise is a, is a part of, of every day for me. And yeah. it's, it's a, if you, you keep that as a foundation, I've seen you add things on. And also, you get to enjoy it as well. Well, you guys are down, especially down along the water. Yeah. It's like, for Christ's sake, if you yeah. can't get motivated to get out and do some stuff there. But right. it, it, whatever, and you're, you're, you're both right, and I know, Kathy, you exercise as well, to just, it's really just the repetition of doing it. Regardless of what the results are day to day, or if you feel you had a good workout or whatever, keep at it. Doing and something. And before you do it, yeah. before you know it, it's a ritual, and you're building and getting better. Yeah, get up and move if you right. can. Kathy got, Kathy got out and engaged in her favorite sport this uh, weekend. She went fishing. She, yeah. lo- she loves, a lot of people don't know. She's a sport fisher. Kathy's sitting here right now with a with a, a hat on with lures in it. Mm-hmm. And and she just loves it, right? My tackle vest, whatever the hell Her tackle vest. Uh, and uh, no, we she's got here. Well, a lot of times when we're in a lengthy conversation or an interview, she's tying I'm, a yeah. lure. Yeah. I'm usually doing the lures. Yep, she's yeah. doing the flies. So we, we got a text from her over the weekend. <laughs> well, so I, and I got a lot of uh, emails about when we talked about this. So right. we, we had a conversation about uh, things that you fear that other people don't. Right. And mine was fishing like i i have a fear of fishing and the hook and people getting hooked and i can't understand that you'd shove all these people on a boat and start tossing hooks around right it's just to me listen on those on those the party boats the the boats where it's a fishing excursion and there's like 50 people on a boat and everybody's yeah Yeah. some people are gonna get hooked it's gonna happen 
No, yeah. no question. So uh, my worst nightmare came true. Basically, we were uh, in Montauk for the week. It is a huge fishing town. I know I go every year and we talk about it every year. It's just, I mean, they take their fishing poles wherever they go. There's yeah. there's water everywhere. There's the ocean. There's the sound. There's lakes. There's ponds. It's and- a fishing com- with legitimate, like, hardcore they, they go in and drink scotch and have eggs in the morning and go, like, yeah. real deal. I mean, there are still some, like, little tiny hole-in-the-wall fishing bars where yeah. the guys get off the boats and they come in. They go right in for, like, their $2 beer. They stink yes. like fish. They stink yeah. like fish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we'll take the kids. We'll, we'll watch them, you know, bring the sharks in or whatever, you know, whatever they caught. So the kids were fishing all week. And, of course, you know. Every time the fishing pole comes out, I'm like, oh, here we go. I just get, like, tense. And Jace is very careful because he knows that, you know. It scares I, you. I get nervous. And you're yeah. needle-phobic. Yes. Now, my nephew uh, is a whole different story. Yeah. He is, uh, he's younger. He's only five. And he loves to talk. He literally spoke for seven straight days. And so <laughs> as he's out there fishing, he's talking, he's, blah, 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 you know, talking, telling stories. And Could you shut up? <laughs> no, he's the best. Yeah. He's so yeah. cute. Um, but he, so they were fishing a lot with lures and the lures are heavy. So, um, and that you constantly have to be reeling in. So they would right. cast it out. They'd reel it in, cast it out, reel it. It was just constant. And so he was reeling it in and he, his head was turned and he was talking. And if it comes when the, when the lure gets in, it, it'll swing. It can spring up out of the water. Or, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. spring and, it's, yep. and it swings because it's heavy. Yep. So Jace and I were on the paddle board out in the sound yeah. and we were pretty far out. Jace was yelling to them uh, on the beach to say hi and nobody could hear him. That's right. how far out we were. That's pretty far because sound carries over the water. It, and, and so uh, all of a sudden we hear like a blood curdling scream. Oh no. And I was like, I was out there. I was like, I knew it. I knew it was only a matter of time. Kathy assess the situation. How can I best help this situation? By rubbing it in. Steve, I was like, and and poor Jace was like, he was on the front yeah. of the paddleboard, and he's like, "What happened? Is James okay?" And meanwhile, we're out in the sound. I was yeah. like, I have no idea, but I I did know. I knew what had happened because James was fishing, and so yeah, so he reeled it in. The lure came up, and he w- had his head turned. And he was talking, and it swung towards his face, and it hooked him right in the forehead. Oh, so how far I, in did it go? Okay, so I see my brother. I hear the scream. Oh, I yeah. see my brother. So now we start paddling back into. Right. Sure to go make sure he's okay and uh i I couldn't see we were so far out i couldn't see like i saw my brother bending down to my nephew i didn't know where the hook was or what had happened so by the time we got in he he was okay but it hooked in his forehead it went right up to like where the barb was Mm. my brother said had it been like the he said we would have had to gone it would have been an emergency emergency. room visit so fortunately he was able to pull it out without uh you know any issues he took him into the into the water kind of washed it off took him home sterilized it all that and he was okay and he really only had like a tiny well, mark on his forehead. Oh man! So we were fortunate, but like they were they were casting from the beach. Yeah, it's okay. Steve, it's every it well, surf casting everywhere. Yeah. It's at, like docks, beaches, like wherever we right. went. My brother literally took his fishing pole wherever we'd go to dinner. He'd have his fishing pole. We'd what? Go, oh, it's everywhere. You know, they they actually just bring the fish to the table. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, you can order those. So so Jace <laughs> caught a fish, and we it was big enough to keep, and we brought it home, and yeah. my dad. Laid it and cut it up. And, what kind of fish was it? Um, 
It was no, no, no. Case, uh, hold on. Striped bass, striped bass, <laughs> striped bass. Okay. Um, dude, yeah, and they, they ate so it. Ugly, they ate it that night. I mean, yeah, sure. It was fresh out of the water. Like it didn't Love get that. any more fresh than that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. So fortunately, my nephew was okay. But I mean, it was like my. I was like, I knew it. I knew. Well, I knew this was gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure you never let them forget it, right? <laughs> no, no, I didn't because he's so little. And I mean, but he was right out there the next day with the fishing pole. I was like, oh my god. You know he, what though? He probably quieted down for a little bit, right? <laughs> yeah. Shut him up for a bit. <laughs> oh, stop it. He's so cute. But somebody pointed in and said this will teach him a lesson to pay attention more and less yeah. talking. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, when you exactly. got hooks swinging around in the air. God, That's man, a I've standard. Been, I've been hooked so many times, I, I couldn't even. Uh, but you like, you know, you usually get it. Like, I, I got it in the webbing between my index finger and my uh, Oh, my, my God. Yeah. yeah. A lot that, of times it was just it. on my fingers, yeah. you know, or elbow or you know or like, your arm it's swinging it can get bad like had that yeah. been in just a tiny bit more i mm-hmm. mean do you know like what freaks you out would... do you know so if you ever go behind if you, a lot of times when you're on a boat you you troll and a lot of times what you'll use is a thing called an umbrella rig that would mm-hmm. send you into absolute panic <laughs> which is multiple hooks on a uh yeah, yeah. well that, so the lures that they were using did have i mean they were smaller hooks but they did have like i think it was like three hooks on, on each one yeah, yeah. and yeah. so uh yeah Jesus. that was i mean listen and then they they were fishing with bait at one point and i was like this is much better because they leave the line out there like the, with the lure it was constant casting reeling it like i was like oh my god when you're out as far as you were you're on the board um uh, I mean, are you seeing fish around you at all? Yeah, we. I mean, we saw a couple of fish, um, you know, swim by there. I mean, it was, they were doing really well throughout yeah. the week. A lot of people were catching. We were talking to some of the fishermen and yeah. uh, even the surfers there. And they said uh, the sharks that they've seen and how close into shore they've seen. They said like five feet of water. They were, the, the uh, yeah. surfers said like on the surfboard and the sharks swimming by them. And they said mm. they didn't know why, but it was way more than they've seen in previous years. Real quick, I got a text here uh, that goes along with your story. It says, when I was three years old, I was uh, fishing with my dad. He told me to stay on the cooler while I ate. <laughs> I stood up and turned around, and as my dad cast oh, back, God. the hook came back, hooked my head, and yanked me forward. Oh, my God. We had someone in a boat pick us up and take us to the car to get to the hospital. I can still remember it. I was three years old, and he still blames me. Oh, yeah. And I still bring it up to him since it was his <laughs> fault. So it's it's contention. Wow. Uh, Case, you also went on uh, a whale watching. I did. Uh, what kind, <laughs> what kind of bait were you using? <laughs> yeah, we were. <laughs> we uh, we were not whale fishing. Okay. Do you call that? I guess you call it whaling. Whaling. You yes. call it whaling. We weren't whaling. We were just whale watching, uh, and we did it right, right uh, out of Cape May, like right by the lobster house in Cape May. Uh, unfortunately, we did not see any whales. Okay. We did see a ton of dolphin, and that was all. Is it dolphin or dolphins? Uh, dolphoids. Dolphin, I think. Dolphoids. Yeah, Dolphoids. We saw Dolph Lundgrens, uh, and that was cool. That was because, you know, you can see the dolphins from the shore, and that's neat. And you're like, oh, wow, look at the dolphins, and you see them crest and do yeah. whatever they do. And um, You know, you know but, what, though? So, actually, where Kathy was off of Montauk, yeah. you're... Very likely to see whales yeah. if you if you do that. Um, so I don't know how often you see whales outside of Cape May. I know that uh, you know Boston. I would love to do like a whale watch out of Boston. My most success because I've been on a number of them. I mm-hmm. love it. I love to see Preston. You you've never seen a whale out in the uh, the ocean, but Boston was. I mean, they they were all over the place, yeah. and it was amazing. I really was it hoping. Amazing and humbling and awe-inspiring to see them out there doing what they do. Oh, whaling it up. 
But the the water was perfect. I mean, there was it was re- it was a calm sea, so right. I was you know I was concerned about that. But right. you know, and then seeing the dolphin like that was it was really cool. Like because you were and it, and they weren't in captivity because I've seen dolphin shows and stuff right. like that. Like Great Adventure used to have that. Um, but that it was neat. It was only like two and a half hours. wasn't wasn't too bad. The the boat wasn't crowded. Or yeah, you weren't like looking forward to going on the boat. I mean, Not really. Well, listen, Wait, did you have a life vest on? No, okay. no, 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 no. Well, and did you keep so, asking the captain about sharks. I did not. I didn't go up. <laughs> hey, Mister, uh, what about sharks? I didn't go up to the uh, to the captain's uh, cockpit, whatever you call that area, um, <laughs> the bridge, the bridge. Mm-hmm. So I didn't go up there at all. But I wasn't. Um, I, you, I could see land the whole time. We yeah. didn't go super far out. Then so oh, well, that's you need to go. Well, I, they know what they're doing. And the only I'm time sorry I didn't get to see a whale. Yeah, the only time I've ever I've been out in the Atlantic Ocean twice. First time I got seasick, I was a kid. Yeah. And then the second time I was a teenager and we got stuck in a squall. And that was the scaredest I've ever been in my life, right? Most that was scared. the scaredest you've ever been? Whatever, guys. <laughs> it's <laughs> us scared. Yeah. Uh, I yeah, thought I was going to die. Imagine. I thought I was going to die. Whale watching is is hit or miss. You know, they they go to the areas yeah. where they you know where they frequent, and if they're not there, they're not there. Hang and, on, I, I want, yeah, yeah. They all talk too. So like, the, not the whales, uh, the the boats out there. <laughs> I'll see you later about two p.m. No, so if there's a fishing boat out there, they'll let them yep. know. Hey, we you know we we got them here. Yeah, right. that's how they do it. It's it's usually successful. Uh, I want to go to Vinny here. Hi, Vinny. You are on the air. Good morning, sir. Morning. All I did was get out of the shower. Of course. Oh, must be nice and clean. What's up, bud? So, um, me and my father have been fishermen for quite some time. I'll be 31. I've been fishing as long as I can remember. We went out one time, and everything was going fine. We were just about to wrap it up. Now we're fishing 10 minutes from home. And my dad draws his, his uh, rod backwards, brings it forward. I hear a loud snap. I look over, man. There was a sheer panic look on his face for about a oh split God. second. And I go, what was that? He goes, nothing. we got to go home. Here to come find out. Nothing. We got to go home. <laughs> okay. We're leaving the country. Yeah. He ended up breaking three treble hooks, three pieces of the hook off in the back of his head. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, he the broke back. the oh. hooks in his own head. Yes. Yes. Did they embed the in, whole... his, in, his, in his skull at all? Or... No, no. Just, just, the, just the, the, the deeper tissue, I guess, whatever you have on sure. the top of your head. Okay. And the whole okay. time we're driving, he goes... I got a scalpel and I've got pliers. We got to try to get this out because he hates hospitals. Oh, your like, dad knows my dad clearly. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. So I assume because it's a, it's a head wound in a shallow part of the the scalp that it's bleeding like crazy. It actually bled when they took everything out. It oh. bled for a second and then it it was kind of fine. But so, the more you moved it around, that's when it bled more. When you so you guys did it yourself? Took it out or? Oh, no, no. My mom was ready to kill him and kill me for trying. She goes, you need to go to the hospital. And so they had to actually cut his skin, cut this, cut his yeah. head to get the hook out because his, of the, the extra trouble, the uh, the next notch. Yeah, Vinny, his panicked look was because he knew what your mother was going to say. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, yes. yeah. Well, and why Why do dads insist on that? In, oh, we can do this. We can fix yeah, this. We'll, we'll take care of yeah. this. Yeah. Uh, I can do a kidney transplant. Oh, my God. Okay, so... Thanks, Vinny. The thing... So, when the, it hooks around. The thing that uh, comes off the hook that makes it harder to... The lead? The barb. The barb? Okay. Oh. Do they have... Re- they they should make hooks with retractable barbs. Retractable barbs. Put that on your list of inventions. I don't know. Look up the look up the term. I'm going to retractable barb. Nick's not here today. Look up retractable fish hook barb or something like that. 
and see if they make that. To because, me that, listen, when you do, when you get a fish that's good and hooked, yes. sometimes it's really hard to get that hook out. A lot of people really actually hard. stab themselves trying to remove the hook mm-hmm. from the fish. I've definitely yeah. done that. Uh, you take, you know, needle those pliers right. and try to next thing oh. you're, you're ripping the m- fish's mouth apart and you feel all could bad. You, and I'm could apologizing. you be a little more gentle, please? <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so sorry. Hey, Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> but, yeah, I went fishing in the bay a couple of times last year and, uh, you know. Caught a whale. Well, no. I did catch a shark, though. Hey, I do want to ask you a question <laughs> about that. So you you and Chuck, you guys rented a boat. Yeah. You went out and you, you had... Pretty much no experience. Uh, That's the way to do it. Yeah. And, and <laughs> it was a pontoon did boat. You, did you just go out and and buy tackle and 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 uh, or did you rent the the fishing equipment? As no, well? no, we we bought we brought that we stuff bought with us. Okay, yeah. yeah. All right. uh, Chuck has some experience. He has so, some experience. Okay, yeah. so he knew what what type of lures to use or bait or were you guys I, using bait? Yes, uh, we were Shrimp? using. Uh, no, uh, we were using squid. Snickerdoodles. Okay, and Snickerdoodles. Snickerdoodles. <laughs> I ate all of them. <laughs> they love those things. So um, it looks like there is, uh, but, and it's all on these like parent um, websites, but I can't actually find the product. Right, a purchase. retractable hook well, on, a, on a lure? There's some texts coming in say they make barbless hooks. Which I gotta imagine, keeping the the hook, the, that, that could be a risky proposition. Like you could hook a fish and then lose it pretty easily if there's no barb. Yeah, on it, and that's so. part of the deal. Yeah. Do you, have you done any uh, fly fishing, any freshwater? Uh... Yeah, you know, my dad and I, and I had such a great time. He took me on a trip out west, and we stopped in uh, Idaho, and he had some friends out there, and we went fly fishing. And um, I, before we went, he kind of gave me the uh, uh, the fundamentals of, of yeah. using a fly rod because there's an art to it. It is different, and. Um, I had a great time, and I would really like to do that again someday. It was really cool. And so, I did pretty damn good, too. A friend of mine um, goes up basically every weekend, gets up at like 4 o'clock on Saturday. It, it is his zen to mm. me. When I've done it, I agree, Preston. Yeah. I don't give a damn if I catch anything. In fact, I prefer just to be out there. It is so Awesome, yeah, and that whipping motion, the whipping, and, the whole damn just, deal. Yeah, you slowly you're getting more yeah. line out there, more line out there, and you let it just kind of drift with the current. And, and you know, if you're if you're wearing you know uh, hip waders and stuff, it's just you're in the water. It's really cool. And you also build up if you fish a spot case with any sort of regularity, you know the current, you know where the fish hang out, yeah. right? You target, <clears> and, and then most most of the people will release. So you know? I uh, when I was in New Hampshire a couple of summers ago, there uh, just next to the uh, the lodge we were staying at it was like a place called like emerald pond or whatever and it was crystal clear it was cold water but it was crystal clear and you could jump off rocks and me and my cousin we went there after we climbed mount washington and we yeah. were hanging out we went there to go swim and smoke cigars right and so we we're doing that and then some guy showed up with his fly fishing rod and ruined our entire experience because now we can't jump in the water anymore you're just about to have a broke back moment we with my cousin <laughs> That's no, gross. so so uh, did he didn't he? You were there already. We were there already, I, but maybe I, that was his spot, though. Maybe he works that spot. I mean, I, I understand. I didn't get the I didn't get the impression that this was his spot because okay. uh, if my memory serves me correctly, he he had asked us a couple of questions that made us seem to are think you that, lovers that he wasn't <laughs> familiar with the area. <laughs> no, we're not lovers. We do love each other. You're we're cousins up there. We're cousins, and we, there is a love there, but as a like brotherly, Steve, you, cousinly you love. Sit here and watch for a little while. I try to watch. This, 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 do you, you the shorter fella? You do you wish you could quit the taller fella? <laughs> there, there's nothing sexual. Just... Hang on, I want to go to. This sounds interesting. I'm going to go to Roger. Hi, Roger. You're on the air. 
Hey, bitches. Hey, hey what? What's up, Raj? Uh, nothing. I just uh, I had a very similar story. We were on a small um, corporate fishing trip. Um, the CEO was uh, a scary guy. Just yes. a scary guy. And he was fishing. And we weren't Like fishing, scary meaning saying. like he's the boss, he's imposing, and everybody. Very. Yeah. Okay. Very. And we were just standing there. We were all having cocktails. I think the CEO had one too many. And like you said earlier before when he was reeling in, the lure came out of the water, snapped, and hit my friend Pat in the face <sighs> and caught him through the cheek. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the CEO and the CEO so scary. No one said anything. And the CEO's pulling and pulling. So they're so afraid oh, of your boss that no one is stopping him from ripping your friend's cheek off? I'm like we were we were dumbfounded. Pat had a hold of the steel leader that holds the lure on and he's pulling and pulling until finally someone said, Um, sir <laughs> and it made him aware of it. Oh my but, god. Uh, why why did you block my fishing? Yeah. Was <laughs> was he apologetic? Um no, that's not the kind of guy he what was. What a dick Yeah. I hope yeah. I know that type by the way, yeah. Jesus. That guy. Wow, interesting. All right. It, it, it was crazy. How was the rest of the trip after that? Um, uneventful after the trip to the emergency room, but right, uh, nice. Well, that that's right, straight out much. of uh, something about Mary. Totally, yeah. When he exactly. gets caught in the cheek, yeah. Wow. All right. Well, hmm. Kathy, you you told them. I yeah, you, right? you told them. I told you. Yeah, I told you. <laughs> it happened. Do you like saying that? I told you so. <laughs> no, no, come on. Of course she does. But it, it did shut her nephew up. <laughs> uh, but anyhow, well, thank you for your calls. We appreciate it. We do need to take a break. We have uh, Bill Weston, and actually, our group manager, Joe Bell, is going to be in our studio Who is as well. the subject of a new movie, isn't it? Did we he talk? is. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Joe Bell story. At the, uh, Johnny, uh, not, is it? Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, yeah Mark yeah, Wahlberg, yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyhow, uh, we're going to have uh, Bill and Joe in a little bit. They have an announcement to make and uh, something to put out to you Listeners of WMMR and the Preston and Steve Show. We're also going to have Mary Lou Henner in our studio, which is really, really cool. And a reminder that the deadline to enter the battle of the self-proclaimed experts is today. Yeah. Harry Potter, the subject. There are some very, very passionate Harry Potter fans. We'll get two people in here to battle it out uh, in uh, uh, in a matchup of wits. Uh, and the deadline to enter is today. By the way, you must be vaccinated to visit the MMR studio, so a heads up on that. We just want to let you know. We're going to take a break, come back in a second, and some bizarre file stories are what we will get to next. Stay with us. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. Can you believe football is back? This Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Interact.me, swoop in and win sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2022 Eagle season tickets. All you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwin.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles and MMR's Preston and Steve show. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant 
Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So a little bit later on this morning, we have an announcement, a show coming to town. We're going to get to that closer to 10 a.m. We also have the very lovely uh, and super-duper smart and awesome Mary Lou Henner. Yeah, she's great. Who's going to be by here. She's going to be at the Bucks County Playhouse. She has an all-new club act that's called the Mary Lou Henner Show, and it goes through uh, the 29th through the 15th, so that's exciting. Uh, and then we have uh, somebody who we teased that was coming in this morning, I think... This deserves the full intro. Oh, let's do it. We haven't done this in a little while, but I I would like to roll this to welcome our next guest. Ladies and gentlemen, mesdames et messieurs, damen und herren, from what was once an inarticulate mass of lifeless tissues, may I now present a cultured, sophisticated man about town. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, our program director, Mr. Bill Weston, is here. Thank you. This morning, the man about town. I thought earlier when you were talking about the ultra smart and charming, you were going to say Bill Weston, and then you said Mary Lou mm. Henner. And yes. Like, yeah. You, you got screwed out of that one, but you got your full introduction. That's good. <laughs> That's yeah. nice. I yeah. love that. All, All right. right. So we have a couple things to cover here, right? Yes. Okay. And, uh, number one, nice to have you back. Thank nice you. to be yep. back. Everybody's, uh, you know, talking about uh, shark bites and uh, hooks <laughs> in the forehead. <laughs> Terrific. Um, I had a, a former boss who said, you have to celebrate success. Right. Right. So... So that's what we're going to do right now. We're going to just take a few minutes and we're going to celebrate success because um, months ago, Laura Lewis, the inimitable Laura Lewis, who works for Beasley Broadcasting, submitted an application, a nomination for an award with the Pennsylvania Association of Broadcasters. And you imagine how many radio stations are in the state of Pennsylvania every Tom, Dick, and Harry little... Yeah, 41 million. <laughs> yeah, like 10-watt yeah. AM station out in like right. car, whatever. Um, she submitted uh, the... Uh, Camp Out for Hunger for outstation uh, Outstanding Station Event, right? And you guys were selected as the winner. Very nice recognition. I think think this might have been actually publicized or announced by the PAB uh, a few weeks ago. The PAB. But we got the hardware in. We got the trophy. So we want to present that to you. But before I have Joe do that, I want to mention Eric... Simon, our promotions director. Yes! He's standing over there. He's the man. He is such the man. And yep. Rodney, who is on the technical level, logistical level, last year when we didn't know if we were even going to have a camp out for hunger because of the COVID yeah. restrictions and how we're going to do this, and they figured it out. They rallied their troops and and made an amazing camp out for hunger that was a record setter. Yes. yes. Right? Record setting amounts of food and, and money raised through the ACME program yeah. and whatever. Shout out to Bill Burns, too, because the sponsorship program <laughs> was important, well, you know, to underwrite this whole thing. It's everybody. Right? And then that's the, the, you want to talk about something that is really a, a collaborative effort. So we are the names on it, but the truth of the matter is it is a full you know, throw an effort from everybody here. Well, and, yeah. And it's just amazing that it happened the way it did. And so that's cool. why the, the award is the Outstanding Station event. Yes. You know, and it took everybody to do this. The, right. name, yep. the name of the award is to the Preston and Steve Camp Out for Hunger, which they recognize what you guys yeah. do that week and for the many, many weeks in 
prior to that. So but, um, 2.5 million pounds, and uh, the money was over $1.7 million. Just a, a refresher there. And it's um, interesting timing because we are knee-deep in the planning. I mean, it's July. I know. Yeah. But we've had how many meetings, Eric, about uh, the uh, how are we going to do it this year? Mm-hmm. To you know, And it's not just about numbers and amounts and truckloads. It's about how much help. You right. can provide the community, and last year a lot of people needed it. And don't forget that we had to save the date we threw out there. It's going to be earlier this year. November 1st is when we start that, and mm-hmm. it's because of some scheduling things, and yes. we're going to try that out and see how it goes. But November 1st, make sure you mark your calendar for that. So the name of the award is uh, the uh, Pennsylvania Association of Broadcasters Excellence in Broadcasting Awards. And so I thought that's kind of fitting, and we should celebrate the success of that. So I'm going to have Joe Bell... Uh, give you the uh, the hardware, Mr. Oh, oh that's Mr. big. Yeah. Okay, very nice. And look, right. it's got a uh, Briggs & Stratton engine attached. Oh, wow. Yeah. A, a very small one, but one nonetheless. <laughs> yeah. And Steve nailed it. This is a total uh, community effort, and not just within the station. So many volunteers help out. Uh, people have really rallied around this, so we did want to present this to you uh, from the Pennsylvania Association of Broadcasters. Oh, it's beautiful. We, we, oh, I thought was a, that was the phone number thing on top no, of it. That's, that's <laughs> I go, wow, I've never seen one that color. Oh, that's kind of. Thank you so much. At the Foam Rubber Uh, Award. It's it's a beautiful uh, diamond shape uh, crystal award, and it says Excellence in Broadcasting Award from the PAB, Pennsylvania Social Broadcasting. And uh, it says the President Steve Camp Out for Hunger. So we will put this in our trophy case. And by the way, Laura, ever since Laura started doing all the submissions, we actually started to get traction on things. Yeah, Yeah, somehow. (laughs) Thank thank you. She is the secret sauce. Yes. All right, and to that note, all right, Laura has somehow finagled the Museum of Broadcast Communications to place your name in nomination for voting on um, the Radio Hall of Fame. Wow, the National Radio Hall of Fame. Yes, yeah. So this is uh, this is like the the big big biggie, right? Yes, yes. It's for on air talent. And do we have that? No, you have you're not there yet. <laughs> but we're going to get you there. We were just curious. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's uh it's an annual recognition. They put in like a, a handful like four or five uh announcers and it could be like the big guys like Wink Martindale. I know. Or <laughs> When you're I mean, talking he, about... He was, Winkers, yeah. He was a radio guy. Sure he was. Um, but contemporaries, too. And the Preston and Steve show is nominated in a category that actually allows for a fan vote. Right. What? I just want to sound excited. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're not going to put you in the position to tell your fans, hey, vote for us. Because no. you know what? I want to ask your fans to vote for you because of what you do each and every day. You know, the prep work, the calls, the... The appearances, everything that you do, we want them to vote for you and not uh, and not the other way. So well, it's yes. Be- well, there's, there's some a- luminaries in that list. Here's an easy way to to put that out there. And you know, if if we have over the years entertained you, uh, if you've gotten something out of our program, and you feel like you've always kind of wanted to return the favor, something like that, you can certainly be motivated to to. Uh, click a link here and, and vote for us if you feel the need. We're terrible at because we vote for us. Like, yeah, yeah, we yeah, never announce. Like we never <laughs> announce ratings. We, we we never we never because that's not the thing. It, the 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 fact you know that we are able to do this every morning and be a part of your morning when you listen to the show and all the support that we get. Look, at, I, I just did a couple of charity things where people were coming out like crazy to support, like the camp out for hunger, for example. That's our that's the, the bond. But if you are so inclined to <laughs> 
put your vote in for this, that would be very nice as well. Yeah, I'm. I'm. This is exciting to me. So it this is. is. This is the. This is the Radio Hall of Fame. This is the national thing. So I. Uh, I It'd be I, cool. I think my my parents would be pretty happy if something yes. like that happened. So your dad might even uh, spring for an occasional hospitalization surgery instead of an at home surgery. Yeah, now. instead yeah, of yeah. doing home surgeries. Yes. <laughs> All right. So That's over the cool. next uh, week, we're you're going to be hearing announcements on like Pierre's show and Jackson's show, asking people to go to the website because <laughs> we've got a story there and a real easy link for people to vote for Preston and, and Steve. Theoretically, the voting is happening right now, right? It just uh, went active about seven minutes ago. Okay. Yeah. Right. It's a radio. You're in the lead. Okay. Oh, right. nice. Because yeah. Eric and I just voted. Um, oh, okay. did you? All right. You didn't vote for it, it, Sally Jesse Raphael? Well, it's funny that she's in the category. <laughs> she is, yeah. With uh, us? Against us? Yes. And Larry Elder, who's a conservative talk show host who just left his radio show to He's run running for, for governor. Running for governor of yeah. California. Uh, who else is in there? Oh, man. Some, some Steve, ro- Steven Van Zandt. No, no, no. Really? Yeah, I think that's, yeah, that's he's it. in there. He's in, in the, the same category? He's in the musical category. This is spoken word. Because okay. you guys, yeah. I mean, I love the fact that this is a rock and roll morning show. Right. But, you know, there's a little bit of music, but a lot of talk that just enrages of... me and is relevant to so many people. It's Blathering weird. on. Yeah. All right. So, so it's, yeah, it's a spoken word on air personality. And uh, you can go to WMMR.com right yes, now. That's right. right. Or com. Either one. kind of cool. And you can use the keyword hall if you can't find it. And you'll get the information and... Voting goes through August sixth, so if you if you can take a moment to vote, that'd be that'd be pretty cool because I think let's make Preston's parents proud. <laughs> <laughs> and in, in the immortal words of Mayor Daly, vote early and vote, vote often. There you yes. go, and vote often. Can you vote often? No, you can no, only no, vote one vote. <laughs> yep, and that's it. Uh, congratulations, guys! You well, guys did a terrific job, and uh, to also Marissa and Nick who are not here today. Yep. Hopefully, they're listening. Again, this is a a whole. There are many people within the show. You know, everybody from Connor to, to Nick Murphy to everybody is all responsible for it. And then obviously the support, everything that, that happens from Beasley and from you, Joan, from you, Bill, and everybody. So it's re- represented in that as well. Yeah. So we're going to we're going to do the work. We want people to vote for you. And because uh, maybe because of the work that you do, that's represented by that Camp Out for Hunger Award, mm-hmm. you know, because what you do each and every day. So thank you for that. Well, all right. You, you guys are great. Awesome. Hey! Love Bill Weston. Laura Lewis, Eric Simon, everybody. Hey! 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 Thank you, guys. And, uh, yeah, the, the Hall of Fame. That's um, pretty That'd be cool. so cool, guys. Did you notice that, like, our shoulders go up? Because it, it's nice, and it, but we it's hard to say, hey, vote for us. No, I know that. But yeah. you know what? I and, and this, I kind of want this. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, vote for I, us instead of somebody else. Yeah, yeah they, hey, you know? there you go. Bastards. If you're going to vote, don't vote for them. How about yeah. that? No. That's, right. That should be the campaign slogan. All right. Vote for them. So, spoken word on per, or on-air personality, uh, and it's voted by listeners. You you get a portion of the vote. Yes. So, uh, there are judges involved in this, too. So judges. They're probably big Sally, Jesse, Raphael. I'm sure they are. Right, Larry, well, Jesse, Raphael is one of the all right. three judges. All right. Let's, uh, oh, you know what? We, what? It's quarter after eight. We haven't even done the Bizarre File. Here we go. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. All right, it's brought to you by Michelob Ultra. You can join Casey Boy and the MMR Rock and Rollers in the Bend to the Shore bike tour, and that is on August 29th. Michelob Ultra is a proud sponsor of the MMR Rock and Rollers. We'll start with this. For weeks, an unknown man has called libraries around the country asking for a specific 
Supreme Court opinion to be read to him. As the librarians comply, it becomes clear that he is pleasuring himself to the words of the court. But here's the thing. It is always Brady versus Maryland. What's particularly erotic by, about that decision? There are actual Supreme Court opinions with pornography discussed in the facts. I think you would want Boner versus Vagina. Uh, the uh, Here's a librarian that added their personal experience with a, uh, a website called The Slippery Gavel. It says, I talked to him. He's absolutely pleasuring himself while you read the court case. He wow. has hit multiple libraries across the country. He's called my library twice and another local library last week. So if you get a blocked number asking you to read Brady versus Maryland wiki article while he, quote, writes it out by hand, hang up, <sighs> log it, and tell your managers about it. That's cr- So they can audibly hear him. Yeah. Getting off. Even more bizarrely, this may not be the, this guy's first rodeo. This is uh, here's another uh, excerpt from the uh, library think tank group on Facebook, and they see a pattern in the recent spate of calls. Uh, one person said, "Does anybody remember the guy who used to call libraries asking for John Grisham titles to be read out loud to him?" <laughs> I was a victim of that eight-plus years ago, and I think he just called again. This time, he wanted an entire Wikipedia page read to him. So I'm just forewarning everyone that calling for information on Brady versus Maryland should not be taken seriously. Do they mention the specifics of that particular? No. But they said that articles... Case? Porno- pornography is mentioned. Oh, pornography. Yeah, says, All right, there we there go. are actual Supreme Court opinions right. with pornography discussed in the facts. All right, well, there I you go. get off. Uh, so here's another one that says, <laughs> we, got his, we got this call today. Said his computer crashed and wanted to write it down, an article that was read to him. It ended with heavy breathing and lewdness. The librarian <laughs> hung up. So <laughs> watch out. All right, here's a story. Uh, I believe this is out of New Zealand. A group of Gisborne hero grandmothers... Sprang into action, wielding chairs, handbags, and kicking over tables to fight off two wannabe thieves who tried to rob them of $700 during their bingo night. Gisborne, did you say? Yes. I'm not familiar with that town. So, never battle old ladies over bingo. Don't kick your ass. About 30 women. That's a bingo. uh, The oldest of whom was 87 were playing just before 8 p.m. on Friday at the Gisborne Pirates Rugby Club. When two thieves in balaclavas and draped in black burst into the game, the sixty-seven one of the sixty-year-old seven sixty-seven-year-old hero grandmothers who inspired the defense of her and her friends' seven hundred-dollar prize pouch after she flipped over her table in front of a fleeing staff. You want a piece of me? Said we were sitting here playing housey. If you look at pirates' club rooms. They've got a side door, and they had to go past the table that I'm sitting at, so they go to where the money is. She said, I'm playing, and I'm thinking, who's this idiot running past me? And I thought, oh, hey, he's grabbing money. The lady running the housey, which I guess is what they call bingo. Right. uh, She's trying to fight to get him the money back, and he turned around to run back to the door, and I thought to myself, bugger this. Bugger this. And that's when I bloody shoved the table I was sitting at right in front of him, and he flipped over. He fell to the ground. A couple of the nannies on the other side were hitting him with their bags. It wasn't until they ran he ran off and the pouch of money was still there. Uh, the 67-year-old describes the two young thieves as clowns who were clothed in army beanies, orange balaclavas, black track pants, and brown hunting hoodies. 
Elaine Lamont was dealing the housey cards on Friday night and said the two young thieves weren't armed. She said they said nothing. He came in and ran across the room to where my table was, tried to grab the containers that we had our money in. Uh, We had to scuffle, trying to pull the containers backwards and forwards with him, but I was determined that he wasn't going to take the money. Lamont said once the running thief was stripped of the prize pouch, the other nannies began throwing plastic chairs at the second man in the doorway. Uh, and she said they got away with nothing. The police were notified after they ran away. There's footage, Preston, of her jumping up a la Black Widow with her legs around his neck. <laughs> oh, nice. <Yeah. laughs> Once they got around the door, about three or four elderly ladies tried to chase him outside. It was pouring with the rain, and uh, police had their dogs out, and they haven't been caught yet. Wow. Unfortunately, one woman did end up with a bloody nose. but well, they, they gave as good as they got. Absolutely. Well, the woman accused of killing her boyfriend while acting out a movie scene pleaded guilty on Friday. Kalisha Marie Peterson pleaded guilty to involuntary manslaughter. David Dalton died of a single gunshot wound to the head. Peterson called 911 immediately after shooting him. The judge sentenced her to eight years in prison. Now, she admitted she had been drinking whiskey, was intoxicated, and a bottle of whiskey was found in the bedroom. Peterson and her boyfriend, 36-year-old David Dalton, were playing out a scene of a movie that involved a gun, she told police that they were acting out a scene from Deadpool yeah. with a handgun that was loaded. Do you ever believe these things when they say, act, I mean, acting out a scene, or do you think it's something a lot of times they'll say to cover an intentional murder? I think sometimes it can yeah. certainly happen, yeah. But uh, yeah. I think you can also use it as an excuse. I right, say right. every time they're lying, but no. yeah, I don't know. I mean, She's going to jail for eight years. If you're reenacting a scene from Legally Blonde, then I would say it was a murder. <laughs> All right, and then one last story. A Toronto family's tiny Yorkshire Terrier is being hailed as a hero after rescuing her 10-year-old owner from an attacking coyote. Yes, yeah, it's cool. Lily Kwan, who was 10 years old, said that she was walking Macy, her family's six-year-old Yorkie, when a coyote started to chase him. Lily said uh, that she started to run and had to drop the 10-pound dog's leash because Macy refused to follow. A neighbor's home security camera recorded video as Macy turned to confront the coyote uh, Lily said she's a super brave dog. I love her so much, and I just thought this tiny dog could protect this huge human being trying to fight off this huge coyote. Macy survived the confrontation and is being treated by a veterinarian for multiple puncture wounds from the coyote's teeth. Lily's family said Macy was transferred to an intensive care when one of the wounds became infected, and she developed a fever, but she's expected to make a full recovery. Clever dog. As the coyote was chasing her, Preston, she painted a fake railroad tunnel against a brick wall. Oh, and he ran into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could totally see this, man, because my, my dogs are Yorkies, and uh, Haley, the youngest, the, the smallest one, she yeah. would she would go toe-to-toe. They throw down? Yeah. With the big one. She has no fear, yeah. All right, and there you go. And that is what I have in the bizarre file for you. Movie screening passes. Casey, we have yeah. a movie screening of Jungle Cruise tomorrow night. Yeah. No, Wednesday night. No, I'm Wednesday, sorry. Yep. Wednesday night. And we'll take callers 10 and 11 at 215-263-WMMR. It is at the UA King of Prussia at 7 p.m. And don't forget, it'll be in theaters and on Disney Plus with Premier Access on July 30th. You can pick contest WMMR.com. For another chance to win, but we'll take callers 10 and 11, and we'll give you the tickets uh, for Wednesday night, 7 p.m. UA, King of Prussia. Coming back in a moment. Stay with us. The Preston and Steve Small Business Love You, Help You line. Hey, MMR fans. This is Stephanie Pacienza from Bob's Petco Mobile Grooming. Have an unruly pet? We can help you take care of that with our mobile grooming services. 
Like us on Facebook at Bob's Petco Mobile Grooming or visit us at www.bobspetco.com. We are happy to service your pets in your home or hours and offer pickup and drop-off services. See you soon. Next message. This is Nick from MEI Catering. With two banquet rooms in Lower Bucks County, we offer great venues, plenty of food options, and outstanding service. If you are planning a special event, go to meicatering.com for some information and call me to discuss details and our flexible pricing. 215-364-2130. WMMR rocks! The Love You, Help You line. Shop local because small business needs our help. Find out more at PrestonAndSteve.com. 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Sponsored by DellAutoGroup.com, where Jack really does sell them for less. Last day to be a part of the uh, Battle of Self-Claimed Experts. It's Harry Potter, the subject this time around, and there is a... There's a, just a huge treasure trove of material to choose from that. Magical uh, world. We're going to execute that on Thursday. And so deadline is ent- is, is today to be entered. You can go to com for they have to be vaccinated to visit the MMR studios. But you got to tell us a little bit about why you're such a um, an amazing wealth of knowledge uh, when it comes to the Harry Potter universe. So get on that now. We'll do that on Thursday. And also, I just want to reiterate, uh, Bill Weston and Joe Bell were in here and the Preston Steve show has been nominated for the Museum of Broadcast Communications for the Radio Hall of Fame. So thank you for that nomination. We do appreciate that. And the category is Spoken Word On-Air Personality. And there is an audience uh, listening aspect to this. So uh, if you'd like to vote, you can do that. Voting just got underway today. And you can go to WMMR.com and place your vote. So real quick, then Casey, yeah, said it was really easy to do, right? It really is. You just uh, go to WMMR.com, uh, click on the, the keyword hall, and that'll take you to the page. And, uh, you know, it just the page, uh, you know, you just click on a, on a link to vote. And you see That's Preston Steve's beautiful faces. <gasps> click there. You, faces. Uh, mm. You can opt. It's one of those boxes you have to opt out of uh, emails. Uh, right. So you know, opt out or opt in if you want to yeah, you know, get sure. emails or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyhow, if you'd like to vote, then uh, then go for it. We love it. All right. Uh, I noticed a couple of things Ooh. that I thought were worth bringing up to you guys. Yes, he's back. The mm. noticer. He spent a long weekend noticing things. A furtive glance down an empty alleyway, across a field, up someone's skirt. He Wait, doesn't excuse go, me. No, no, forget that last part. Excuse me. Anyway, um. uh, uh, retract that last element. But the noticer notices for you, so you don't have to. All right, I noticed the uh, the Olympics have begun. Yes, oh, yeah. you noticed and that. I, the, you know what I noticed? I didn't watch any of it. Yeah, oh. neither did I. Oh, not God, one I second. Finally did last night. Kathy, when did you watch? Uh, I watched last night. Uh, I didn't see the opening ceremonies, which I wanted to see. A lot of people what didn't. They, yeah, like what, it was did early. They do anything? Yeah, they ran. Of course, we're dealing, of course, with the time displacement, as as you would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. So, just to give you a heads up, and what I did notice is that the the numbers were at a thirty three year low. Uh, with 16.7 million viewers down 37% from the opening ceremony of the Rio Olympics and 59% from the London Olympics. Uh, these are the opening ceremonies only. So. Uh, here's w- why I think this is. Uh, I think it's because more and more people are streaming and not watching uh, No, it's cable. because they didn't really do anything. There weren't any. Nobody was allowed there. They that's didn't, that's they a part of it. That's a tremendous part of it. Uh, also, I think, is NBC running a large portion of it on Peacock? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's so, what I'm saying. Also, the streaming. I, I also think it's because of just your choices of other stuff. Doing something else. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because I, listen. Like getting I, down. I appreciate the, <laughs> the Olympics, but I, I am not as uh, passionate about it as I used to be. And so, therefore, I'll catch the recaps. I'll see what happened. Yeah. And if something was really cool, I'll go back and watch a video of that. Sometimes you, went, you, know? you weave in and out of your yeah. excitement. I think they could benefit from adding Tyra Banks as the host. Oh, sure. Right? Don't yeah. you think? Yeah. No. I love it. I love everything about it. Do you? From, yeah, yeah. From beginning to end. I oh, yeah, actually was mad because I was away on vacation with my right. family and no one wanted to watch the opening ceremonies. What? I wanted to see what it was all about, if there was anything or what the heck they did. But what I don't like is when there is such a large time difference, right. you can get the information. You, sometimes if you, you know, if you see like the breaking news come in or, or they, they <sighs> release the information Before you prior actually watch to it, it air when it airs because yeah. they'll still air the gymnastics the swimming the diving at night on NBC which is what I like to watch but a lot of times you know who wins prior to right that. you know what actually as far as the opening ceremonies go um I, I when, when I'm excited about the fun ones I think are the ones that have a lot of entertainers and people like that that are going to be a part of it that I know like when they yeah. did it in Canada uh the Winter Olympics they had so many great famous you know like Michael J Fox and and there, there were uh, musicians and so on. You that could were Canadians, yeah. And the same with the London uh, ones as well, because you had James Bond. You know, Daniel right. Craig was doing a bit, and yeah, you, you know, like the Spice Girls yeah, reunions yeah, yeah. And, and all these kind of fun little things. So I'm into it. Plus, they always do some production wise. They do yeah. really cool things. The, the last couple of ones have then have had some really cool aspects and some things that marred them a little bit. But I think. Um, uh, yeah, the, you know, it, it it is the big thing. I just think because of the displacement, there's not really an audience yeah, there. Yeah, but you know what I can't stand? It's throwing me off, but, um, and I know it's, I that guess. they speak Japanese no, there? yes, why can't yeah. they just, no. <laughs> that is says 2020. Yeah. Everything yeah, well, says it's, it's, Olympics you're right. 2020. But yeah. it's a make good. I wonder yeah. how much money they spent to do that. Well, and everything's and then they're printed, like, right? And everything's printed. And we're like, well, we just got to. Right. We got to go with it. Yeah, we got to go with it. it. Well, I think uh, also that they now they don't know what's happening in 2021 since they've stayed in suspended animation. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy, what are your top five in order? Your top five. Oh, so on the Olympics. Events. On, uh, events yeah. in the Olympics. Fishing. No, yeah. on the Olympics Fishing. app, you can choose your events. Oh, and so really? you'll get alerts. Um, yeah. Oh, I yes. didn't know that. So mine would be uh, swimming, diving. Okay, so that's one, two? Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, in order? We in do order. order. Well, no, in diving order. would be first. Okay. Diving, swimming. Um, I don't think these are in order. These are just what I like. Gymnastics. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, I'd have to, like, look There's at the... track and field events. Yeah, oh, track and field, definitely. Okay. Yes, but, like, track and field. The only track and field events I really like are the sprint ones, right? So the 100 meter, the, the hurdles... Once you get the into relay is awesome. The relay, relay is great. Those are sprints as well. But like I can watch all of swimming, all of diving. Yeah. Gymnastics, except for I have a hard time watching the balance beam. I can't and that's that's what I you think do. someone's junk is gonna get smashed. Well no, because the, the men don't do that. The the women right, do right. it. Well, well I they guess have they have junk too. They, they, you're, yeah, you're right. They have junk. junk. They just don't have dangling junk. Well, Case, some do. you know what I have a hard time watching as far as gymnastics go, and I love it. All the men's events. Really? Like, yeah. I would much rather watch the women, even though the men are extremely impressive, I, for whatever reason, it's well, not the really... Women, the women are more... There's more choreography. There's more beauty in the flow of movement, I, I think. Um, but the, the, guy, the guys beer. are a lot of strength, yes. and, and uh, which I find pretty cool. But, Casey, I'm going to guess balance beam, it's, uh, it's too... Um, 
uh, nerve-wracking for yeah, you to watch. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. I okay. And so when I tuned in last night, that was what was on, and I just played where it was with friends while it was playing in the background. I have Because no, I was like, I can't watch it, man. Yeah, I'm just not caught up in it, you know, but I, I know... I'm keep, I know Simone uh, Biles did not do all that well. No, right? she did. She yeah. kept. Yeah. She had a lot of very uh, uncharacteristic. A lot of errors, but she actually. Um, I follow her on Instagram, yeah. and she actually um, reposted a, a story that somebody had wrote about her that basically said she's human and yeah. she sure. made mistakes. She, yeah. There were nerves. Hey, just because were... you're the best doesn't mean you're going to hit it every single time, like you know? us. I mean, yeah, come on, man. We, we're nominated for Look the uh, Hall of Fame, <laughs> but every once in a while you get a stinker show. But yeah. Steve, I was watching swimming last night. <laughs> like, Every and, Monday through Friday, uh, the uh, the event that Katie Ledecky was in that she came, she got the right. uh, silver medal. Dude, there was a fourteen year old girl. Yes. in that same event, it's the four hundred meter freestyle. There was also there's like a sixteen year old. Like these are kids oh, yeah. that are competing against like grown men and women. It's you know, amazing. what's funny is because you, it, uh, this morning I caught a little bit of the recap on uh, as I was taking a shower, <laughs> and you can tell. That the gymnastics team didn't do as well, and yeah. and some of the mm-hmm. other teams when they were saying, "Well, we got a gold medal in the air rifle competition." <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which we did. Right. And actually, there was one. I think we uh, medaled for the first time ever in uh, fencing, which I think they call foil. That guy's um, from our area, right? I don't know. Is there there was a gold medal. So there is a fencer from um, from. Well. There's a lot of people on the teams. Okay, so I know. I, th- I thought it was a woman who won uh, this particular. Okay, one. so there was a, women's. but yeah. So we've got someone uh, locally who's yeah. A, there's okay. a gentleman from our area. Uh, somebody on the on the text board said that he would donate a hundred dollars to charity if I didn't mention uh, a, a particular area that I'm very familiar with. What? But, but apparently this guy Where is he from. Grew up. The, the, oh, apparently oh. from this guy that's a, in the the Olympics as a fencer is from this. Area. Ah, nice. Yes. I can say this. Somebody texted and said they'll donate a hundred dollars <laughs> to any charity that Casey wants if he doesn't mention Delco for a day. There you go. I didn't. Oh. Right. I said that. Yes. So you're still in the clear. Yes. Um, so yeah. So the so the numbers were down for the the opening ceremony. Uh, but there's so many weird uh, factors considered this year. You know. I don't know. Yeah. So the, and then. Uh, you saw the guy who was uh, skateboarding, right, who had his earbuds in? Did you see no, him? No, what's that story? He had his earbuds, and he also had his phone in his pocket as he was skateboarding. And he did, like... Are like, they allowed to? Well, uh, he did, just like he was out at the park, oh. and apparently did very well. What probably makes him feel comfortable. Yeah, 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 yeah. Him, yeah. In the triathlon case, did you see... Um, I, I, I didn't see the triathlon. Oh, you didn't see... No. Um, so somebody... I think it was... Uh, I think it was the U.S. guy. I'm, I'm almost positive, but um, he was penalized 15 seconds right at the at the start because um, I or maybe I don't know if it was at the start, but it was because he didn't in between two of the races he didn't like put his equipment in a box where it's supposed to go. Oh, so I guess he could box. have gained 15 seconds or something. So then they made him sit and wait, and he was like standing in like a little penalty box. Oh, wow. I didn't. Wow, that's crazy. I wonder when uh, our friend uh, Peyton, the uh, the BMX rider. Yeah. The guys uh, went. I did see the guys go last night. Okay. Um, I looking was looking for now. her. Okay. Because uh, she's been posting on Instagram and looks just, you talk about teenagers. Uh-huh. You know, being in the Olympic Games, she looks so excited to be there. How soon before there's a baby up on the balance beam? Right. You know? <laughs> right. Right, right exactly. About a week ago. Um, so, but Kath, you had mentioned the triathlon. Did So there was this woman who was in the Rio Games. She was a, she's a cyclist. And did you guys see her wipe out in the Rio games? Oh, no. Um, no. This was, I mean, I, I'm surprised she didn't die because wow. she was coming around a curve. Uh, she just got a little wonky, went over her handlebars, smashed basically like 
face for it was almost like a like a kill move in like right. Deadpool or something like that. But she ended up coming back, and she, I think she ended up getting the silver medal in the uh, in the cycling event here in Tokyo. But oh, they, Jesus, never give it up. It is so awful. <sighs> Oh my god! It was really, it was about to terminate. You poor thing. <laughs> oh my god! Stop. By the way, here's Texas USA men's uh, team for fencing. Epi uh, is Jake Hoyle. So they fence with epi pens. Uh, well, an epi is that sword. Oh, that's what that's called. How about that? Uh, so uh, the awesome story, and so they named the EpiPen after that. Oh. There we go. So Jake Hoyle is the fencing Epi. Uh, awesome story, and Philly Inquirer about him has long hair and a handlebar mustache. I like that. It's John DeBella. Uh, yeah. And uh, the women, yeah, it was the gold was won by a woman in uh, the fencing foil. So, um, yeah, what what are the were there any new sports added besides? Uh, yeah, there were there were some. There's some, definitely some new more. inclusions, and I don't. That's no. something I'll. We'll, we'll get to it another yes. time. I'll, the I'll, notice I'll you can it. only notice so much. Yeah, I didn't yeah. notice that. So yeah, so, so when it, I it didn't happen. When I legitimately notice, then I will yeah. pass it along. Speaking of noticing, some other things I noticed, and we're oh, going to stick with. We're going to stick with uh, international stuff for a moment oh. since we were just talking about the Olympics. The international noticer. The U.S. Department of State temporarily disabled its online appointment system. Uh, as people are scoring, listen to this, emergency passport appointments oh, yeah, online, then fraudulently trying to resell them to desperate would-be travelers. They're third-party selling these passport appointments. Because it's taking so long yeah, for people to, to get, get your their passports. passports. They took mm-hmm. advantage of major delays at passport offices across the country because of COVID-19-related closures and sure. staff reductions. So uh, they use bots, automated programs wow. to snatch up appointments, according to the State Department. Uh, to address the scheme, the State Department's Bureau of Consular Affairs temporarily disabled the online booking system for urgent travel service uh, this past Wednesday. Appointments scheduled before then will be honored. So have you ever had to use the um, the urgent traveler? I have. Yeah. Yeah. My friend Steve. Yes. When we were going to oh, go right. to I the Caribbean. Remember. Yeah. Yeah, we were taking that trip to Anguilla. And uh, he didn't have a passport, and uh. I had a chance for him to go on the trip with me because Rochelle couldn't. She was pregnant. So uh, he had to fast-track the passport. He had to come. He, he did it here in Philly like the day before we were going on the trip. Okay, to got a colossal pain in the ass. And expensive, yes? I don't remember. I would imagine, yes. So the uh, new ID, so you get, you, like. I have that. I renewed my license, but, uh, so, uh, and I, I sent away to get it renewed, but for some reason, I didn't have the option to get the new license. The new one. Yeah, why? They... I don't know. And maybe it's because they're so backed up. So I got my regular license. Now, I have my passport, so that's, that's, yeah, you can use that. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, I got the new ID. I figured. Let me why see. Not. It. It's not. It's not different. It's just got this gold star Ooh. on it. I know. Look at that star, that man. <laughs> um, so it was. Um, it was a little extra, but it, uh, as far as the process I had to go through, but not by much. But that was. What did you do? KOP s- several months ago. Yeah. 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 That's where I went. Um, so anyhow, uh, applicants now need to call the passport information center to schedule or change an appointment. Now, what do you want? The mm-hmm. ch- <laughs> The We're cha- up to our necks. Uh, the change only impacts appointments at the State Department's 26 passport agencies and centers. It does not impact appointment booking at facilities and post offices. 
libraries, and other local governments. I tell you, when I, there was a um, there was a, a motor vehicle setup, a satellite office that used to be in a AAA. Mm-hmm. And that was so cool. Like, no one knew about that. Yeah. You can go get the stuff. If you can catch those little places that are not the oh. main hub, yeah. but a subsidiary, that's great. Oh, it's like when you could get concert tickets at Boscoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no one knew. About that. You just walk past the lawn furniture uh-huh. and there's a ticket booth. <laughs> hey, by the way, Preston, Peyton Ridenauer is uh, her sem- her semifinal quarterfinals is Thursday morning. Excellent. So Thursday, and so it's in Japan, so uh, it's... it's going to go. But we'll have those results. So it's like uh, the quarterfinals are on Thursday. Semifinals, if she makes it, will be Friday morning. Awesome. And then uh, hopefully before our show is over on Friday, we'll know uh, how she did because the finals are also on Friday. I'd love to be able to... Let, now, Nick was our contact, I think, yeah. with her, right? Yeah, when yeah. he gets back, he's back tomorrow. Yes. Let's see if we can get in touch just see what her Olympic experience has been sure. like so far. I think it'd be great to talk to somebody who's there. What's the time difference again? Oh, man, it's like 12 hours, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's on, on the other I'll side of the right world. I'm um, not 100% sure, but it's it at least 10. It is 9.53 p.m. right now. Okay, so it's full 12 hours. Yep, uh, close to it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, all right, so anyhow, I noticed that, and I noticed something else. Steve, you'll get, you'll enjoy this. I noticed notice something that I'm going to like. I like that. Um, Thank you, noticer. Do you remember the dating game killer? Yes, I do. Yeah. yeah. I know this. Prolific serial torture slayer, dubbed the dating game killer, passed away on Saturday while awaiting execution in are California. You, are you guys familiar with this story? Because mm-hmm. it's it's one of the legendary serial killer, pop culture, bizarre things. Dude uh-huh. ended up on the dating game back in the oh, 70s. And, and won. Yes. He yes. was selected by the... By mm-hmm. the uh, Single girl. Uh, so he was 77 years old, died of natural causes. He was sentenced to death in 2010 for five slayings in California between 1977 and 79, including that of a 12-year-old girl. Horrible. Though authorities estimate he may have killed up to 130 people across the country. Whoa. And he was this good-looking guy. He was Dark and ominous and scary looking, but he was a good looking guy. Yeah, he, so therefore he made it on to the dating game. I don't know mm-hmm. if I, in post viewing him, attaching weird looks, you know, and just saying, would I have thought that had I seen him not knowing no. what he went on to? But he, to me, he did have that kind of weird look, you know? Yeah. He was good looking, but there was just something about him. Uh, Alcala received an additional 25 years of life in 2013 after pleading guilty to two homicides in New York. Uh, he was charged again in 2016 after DNA evidence connected him to the 1977 death of a 28-year-old woman whose remains were found Jeez. in a remote, remote area of southwest Wyoming. But a prosecutor said Alcala was too ill to face trial in the death of the woman who was six months pregnant when she died. So California's death row is in San Quentin uh, near San Francisco. But for years, he had been uh, about 200 miles away in a prison in Cochrane. Um, so investigators said his true victim count may never be known. Uh, the mother of 12 year old Robin, uh, Samso testified at his murder trial that a pair of gold ball earrings found in a jewelry pouch in Alcala's, uh, storage locker belonged to her daughter. Interesting. He claimed that the earrings were his and that a video clip from his 1978 appearance on the dating game shows him wearing the studs nearly a year before she had died. He denied the slayings and cited inconsistencies in witnesses' accounts and descriptions. But California prosecutors said Alcala also took earrings from at least two of his adult victims as trophies. Two of the four women were posed nude after their deaths. 
Oh, this is t- terrible little detail here. One was raped with a claw hammer. Oh, yeah. yeah. And all, brutal, brutal. all were repeatedly strangled and resuscitated to prolong their agony. So he would choke them out, yeah. bring them back around, and then do that over and over. You, you, what a psychotic individual. You're you're sad to hear he died of natural causes. Like, uh, I, yeah, I wish, I wish more, he gotten something a little bit more yeah, potent, right? considering Painful. what he visited upon his victims. Um you bring up a point though with the game show thing. Would you would it be cool to have a prices right with prisoners, especially in the first part where they have to run down if they are all chained and man? Yeah, if they have leg irons. <laughs> <laughs> They're taking these little baby steps all the way down the contestants. Come row. on down. <laughs> Man, that would be just like the running man, though. They get a chance to win their freedom. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Uh, But, Steve, I knew you would, uh, you would... Uh, you know, find that story interesting and knew who that guy was. So I watched a a bit of the, uh, the story about him. But, I mean, it's... You wonder how many people, Preston, I'm sure there are others, and I know for a fact there are others, people who have appeared on national game shows who went on to do nefarious things. I mean, think of all the people that have been on game shows, on televised game shows since they began. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. All right, one more thing I noticed, and uh, then we will move on. Hitler was on Pressure Luck, by the way. Mary Lou Henderson in the other room there. Okay, we'll make this quick. All right, um... How about this? A new survey, this is out of uh, England, of 2,000 British adults found nearly three-quarters of them, 73%, said that they can't imagine going even one day without looking at a screen. Oh, my God. Including things like computers, tablets, phones, and TVs as well. Well, there's there's clearly a case now of people being flat-out addicted, mm-hmm. you know, to their screens. My friends would have a uh, a weekend with their kids, and it was a screen-free weekend, and it would be for the whole family. Right. Like, not even television, not even to check the news or right. whatever it is, everything off the entire weekend. And they would do that from time to time, maybe once a year, maybe twice a year. That was about it. I thought that was a really cool idea. Do you think you could do it? Yeah, I think I could do it. Uh, Would you like it? I don't think I will do it. Yeah. Um, Maybe. I can find some things to do, you know? I need a ruling on this. I got out and played a round of golf. Yeah, yeah. Uh, You know, I could read. Yeah. I need a ruling on this because when I did my trip in the Grand Canyon, uh, I was on this boat for eight days, uh, and I did not technically have a... No, no, I guess technically I did because... Taking uh, pictures? Pictures... And, uh, and that's, then, that's a gray area. And then in the morning and the evenings, I would put my headphones in and just kind of like zen, screen. zen would, out to music. I would give you, I would give you the picture thing because you're there, you're you're capturing, yeah. you know, and and it, look, you you don't have to look at the at the screen. You, you can know, take a bunch of crappy shots, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know that's essentially that's your that's your window that's yes. your that's your viewfinder. Yes, so that was fine. Um, it was just. Amazing, right? I, I just yeah. because you know me, you sit next to me. However many hours a we week, we will be in the middle of an intense discussion here on the air. Yeah. In Casey's scrolling. Yeah. A lot of times, I'm scrolling to try and find some information. Sometimes, right. sometimes, yeah. A lot of times, okay. I would say like, more often than not, right. uh, I am doing that. Like, but either uh, way, what's a good word for this word? <laughs> <which I'm laughs> um, I would. How say, about you? How would you do? I. You know what? Uh, I mean, I. I could. Uh, I do love television, though. You know, so I mean, I, I to me that's sort of my, um, that's, and I love movies and I love all that stuff. But oddly enough, when my screen time count comes in at the end of the week from you know Apple or whatever the uh, 
it's usually fairly low. I'm not. Right. I'm not surgically attached. Is I there, love is when there a mine's way to look down. at that at any time. Yeah. To where your screen time is. Mine was down uh, yesterday, Kath. My my. Uh, I woke up to it yesterday morning, right. and it said my screen time was down. I was like, all right. Oh yeah, here we go. Screen time. Uh, mine. Uh, how, oh, see all activity. Uh, from last week, two hour, two hours and seven minutes. I think per day. Is that what that is? Uh, yeah, it yeah. usually comes yeah. in per day. I was down 20% from last week. See, I at least have to watch one Aurora Tea Garden mystery on Hallmark with oh. Mary Lou Henner. Because <laughs> I, I do love them so much. I do. Oh, see, that's a fan. I watch them all the time. Yeah, I'm a fan. That's what I was wondering last week, like what the hours were. Um, because I know They're my hours. 60 minutes. I, no, but I was, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I was wondering how I compared to everybody else. Because I think, I, I mean, I have my phone on me at all times. And, you know, like sometimes I, I've said before, like I'll catch myself, I'll open it up. And I'm like, you have nothing to do on here. Just close it. Why but do you have to open it? It's so funny because you talk about, like, so somebody in there in their, who's 24 or 25 right now, I was talking to uh, a young lady. I said, does it freak you out? Does it blow your mind that, that most of, of kids who are in an age group, say, 12, 13, 14, don't go anywhere near a TV and are watching most of the content that they're yeah. watching on a phone, yeah. right? Oh, I mean, you know, and it's it's bizarre. Okay, so here's here's something that doesn't um, I call a no fair on uh, when it is um, calculates your screen time. It uses ways. So if I and I yeah, every, yeah. I drive down the shore every weekend and I, I oh, oh yeah me too at, I have two hours sure? and thirteen minutes on Waze right there yeah, yeah. Oh. which means my daily average says two hours and eight minutes so I'd peel that off that's to me that is you're looking at a, at like a heads up display at that point you're getting data right you know I mean that's you can't it's like considering your digital. Um, speedometer as a screen. Well, yeah. Then so then that it would be that's, that's bogus, man. But it would be even uh, even less then. So that's good. Yes. No, you're going in the right direction. He minds it like just I was, keep looking at your dashboard. I was down last week to three hours and twelve minutes, which because uh, you were out and about, you were fishing. Well, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. It came in last week, so it was like oh. the week. It was it was the week prior, which um, so I did, like. Like I'm glad that it was down. Do you recall what you were doing that that kept you from the screens, or just in general? No, I think it was just in general it was down you know like right. once i leave here i'm like i don't sit so i'm constantly right. moving so it's you know in my pocket a really. lot of people don't know that you like to go crabbing stop it i <laughs> <laughs> right, well, anyhow most people most of the the uh, people that were surveyed said they couldn't imagine going a day a oh, single yeah. day try it out if you, if you have a day <clears throat> try it out and see how it fits all right live life uh we need to take a break i'm looking at uh, beautiful red hair through this uh window here <laughs> oh my as Mary Lou Henner is so excited, we love her to death. She's going to be in here in a moment. So I tell you what, let's take a quick break and come back in a second. She is going to be at the Bucks County Playhouse. Yay. All new club act. We'll find all about it in a moment. Stay with us. We'll be right back. MMR spotlights the best rock in Philadelphia with Jackson's local shots. This month's band is Dominique. Domini, your local shots artist of the month for July. Check them out every Wednesday at 6.30 right here on the Mighty MMR. And you can hear and see more now at WMMR.com. Keyword, local shots. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Philly. I can safely say the words that are about to leave my mouth have never been uttered on this show, but I... Was just dry humped by our next guest. Yeah. 
I saw it. We would like to welcome, she's got her show at the Bucks County Playhouse starting on Thursday, the amazing, the wonderful, the beautiful, the talented Mary Lou Henry is here. Oh my gosh, please let's explain. Okay, yes. <laughs> yes, I'm glad you have the taxi theme up because I was explaining when I walked in the door. I'm so happy to see you guys because I haven't been here for seven years yeah. in studio. Wow. The rest has been all on Zoom or, you know, whatever. Over right, the phone. right. And so I was so happy to see you. I said, I'm going to give you the taxi greeting. <laughs> we did 112 shows. Everybody in the cast, everybody in the crew, we would line up and we'd say good show. And the way we say good show before a show on Friday is we'd hold and do the drive. Kind of a dry home. Good show. Good show. Good show. Yeah, I got one. Good show. We were banging our crotches again. She goes, I'm going to give it the taxi. And it was like, okay, sure, whatever. I was like, oh, my God. I love you even more now. That's hilarious. the best. Well, welcome back to Philadelphia. Thank you so much. I love it here. It's so special. Were you at the Bucks County Playhouse last time you were here? Yes, I was. Uh, Yeah, in in 2014. I was there for the, uh, in September 21st of 2019 for their gala. gala. Tony Danza was performing. That's right. MC. Yeah, but I oh, didn't come cool. and see you guys. Well, this yes. is a perfect vehicle, and I was saying this before we went on to you. Uh, it is the Mary Lou Henner show, and it is uh, sort of a review, but it's also autobiographical. Yes. You you have so much that sits in the wheelhouse of pop culture that we have loved. I mean, we're just going through some of your movies, TV shows. You've had a really, really successful life, uh, you know, professionally, but then also you have a very fun uh, just general life. You've had a couple of husbands, and you know, three. But, uh, three. three. Yeah, I'm on my third and final. Uh, yes. <laughs> third and final. But 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 you, you, the way you relay the stories, your ability to tell a story and, and weave, you know, a narrative is is great. So mm-hmm. this, when did you finally decide? Okay, I'm going to do something that's going to be a stage show that's an examination of my life. Well, I kind of teased it a few years ago because I did a, an AIDS benefit in San Francisco, and right. I did a number, and somebody said you should put a club act together. I was like, oh, really? No. So. I did a little bit of it, and then I sort of dropped it. And then I did it last year uh, in 2020, March 4th. Right. The only imperative command <laughs> in the entire calendar, and I wanted people to remember. Right. So I did it at 54 Below. And I, as I said when I was there a week and a half ago, I said, who knew that I was Carol Lindley singing The Morning After on the Poseidon? Because that's what, a week later we were in lockdown. Yes, that that's true. Yeah. yeah, all that stuff seems to be frozen in time. Now, you, you, that's your entire life that you can remember yeah. uh, things like this. But I think if, you know, a lot of people kind of think they remember things. You've got that memory that we've, we've talked about many yeah. times. So what you're seeing when we see this, this show is your very lucid memories of your entire life. Oh, yeah. So and I throw dates around, and I even do a song about having this kind of memory. Which is a superior autobiographical memory. High, that... It's called Highly Superior. Okay. H-Sam. Highly Superior. Okay. No, because the song is called H-Sam. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, so let me ask you, when you have that ability to remember so much, and right. you're looking for content for a show... The big issue is going to be editing, right? Right, of course, of course. So you you pick the highlights of your life and, you know, what's really important. And, you know, the husbands get a song. I mean, the husbands... (laughs) The husbands get a song. Each one of them gets some kind of song. Well, the second one is the father of my children, and they get a song. Okay. Yeah. But, I mean, I I talk about Dancing with the Stars, and I talk about, you know, just everything. Taxi, doing Chicago, Grease. I was in the original company in Chicago. Grease. We talked about that. The absolute original with Tony. And you... with uh, 
with John Travolta, and you were you no, played... that was the that was that was the first national company. The first national company. Yeah, no, I did it in Chicago when I was in high school because wow. a friend of mine from community theater called me up one day and he said, "Hanner, I've written the show, may never get off the ground. We're going to perform it in a converted trolley barn. It's about the kids I went to high school with, even though you're ten and a half years younger. <laughs> you always reminded me of one of those girls, and it's called Grease." And we showed up for the first rehearsal, and there were two stacks of paper about 12 inches high. The first one was scene. So it was like, let's read the book report scene, the polio shot scene, the rumble scene, the pajama party scene. And the second stack of, you know, 12 inches high was songs. Wow. 57 songs in the first act alone. 57 <laughs> songs? 57 songs, but they got rid of most of them. Yeah. Right. Because the show in Chicago, uh, the show in Chicago was uh, really gritty, really dark. Filthy, right? My mother would not come to see it <laughs> because I said F you in it seven times, just as my character. Wow. And I said it maybe less than any other character. She didn't care if I took my clothes off, but she didn't want me to swear. <laughs> no cursing. No cursing. So she came to see me when I was in Indianapolis in the National Company, first so National Company. With, with a show like that, obviously it was much bigger when it started off on paper and then you start to work it out. Your show is not as big of oh, a no. production, but... <laughs> Did you still have to start with something bigger and whittle it down and whittle it down and work on it? Well, I I sort of adjusted for each venue. And because there's an intermission in this one, because... On the deck, there's five different cocktails based on the show. Oh. There's like a, uh, yeah, there's like a cherry gin Ricky, uh, Roxy. Yeah. There's a Roxy drink. From Chicago? Yes. Yep. There's a taxi drink, a Roxy drink. There's a um, uh, an evening shade drink. There's, uh, you know, a grease drink. And so That's you know, great. I just went through all the different uh, liquors in the well and just named drinks. Found, you know, the, the yeah. right liquor to match up with. Uh, oh, there's a me- uh, memory margarita. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Does it, I, like it. I, I assume it works the opposite. opposite. Yeah, You're yeah, right. Yeah. You're right. But there are blueberries in it. It's like Eliminates the, uh, the whole flavor. thing. Yeah. Well, that, that, it, it's, it's very cool to do this and to have this sort of review style thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and obviously you've written a number of books and so yeah. on and so forth. Do, do you ever see your, you know, jumping in again and doing, cause you've, 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 you, you know, you keep living, thank God, and doing another sort of chronicling of, of things from your past because you in this very unique position, can remember so much and commit so much to paper. Are, are, would you, you know, do you mean a, write another book, a, another oh. full autobiography? Oh yeah. well, yeah, because I, you know, the last autobiography I wrote. You've, you've lived a little I've bit lived, more. Yeah, yeah, another yeah. husband. Yeah, but I wrote a book with him called uh, "Changing Normal: How right. to Help My Husband Beat Cancer." So, because he, when we first got together, he was diagnosed with two cancers. Right. And we had known each other in college. He was my roommate's boyfriend. Uh, but oh. we, the girlfriend code. Is you know I think after twenty five years you're allowed not it's to okay. have it's okay it's <laughs> okay yeah two decades yeah. plus you're, yeah, you're good you're good so anyway we got together but then two months into our relationship he was diagnosed with one cancer bladder cancer stage two three and then lung cancer Jeez. and so you know we wrote a book about it so you know and I'm working on a book right now so, so I'm still writing when did you so you you made the you, you know you have the exercise and also your, your diet I think you gave up when did you give up dairy you gave uh, it up years uh, ago yes, right August fifteenth nineteen seventy nine. <laughs> It was a Wednesday. <laughs> was a my Wednesday. God. And that's considered my health birthday. I always think of that day. So what 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 had you been doing research or what what prompted that that cold turkey approach? Well, my well people are tur- I always say people are turkeys or wieners. Right. They either have to go cold turkey or they have to wean them. So. Right, yeah. Um but my parents <laughs> I like that. It's true. Uh, my parents passed away very young. My father died at 52 of a heart attack. I found myself eating my feelings, putting on a lot of weight. And then my mother took ill with arthritis because that just the 
stress of my father's death, just full-blown rheumatoid arthritis. Oh, my goodness. She changed so much, just like overnight, it That's seemed miserable. like within two years. Horrible. Yeah. Oh, and she was a dancing teacher. I mean, oh, it, she, it was horrible yeah. what, what, what both, how both of my parents passed away. But she was 58 when she died. And I had said to myself, if she gets out of this hospital when she was really suffering, I said, I'm either going to, I'm going to learn everything I can about the human body and change her life. Right. Or I'm going to, if she passes away, learn everything I can about the human body and change my brothers and sisters' lives and my life. And, and it, I did. I mean, you're, you're a walking, I mean, you look oh, fantastic. You do. You're in great shape. I was so excited that I was coming here today that I got like two and a half hours sleep. Oh Thanks, God. guys. I'm not going to be able to sing today. So, but I mean, for, for that also, when you start to make, so many people have... Things that are sort of these elusive issues. There's a pain here. There's a, there's a this. There's a that. People go and try to find out what they're allergic to, and they oh, get yeah. all of all of these things. And in all those, you know, okay, you break an arm, you put a cast on it. But sometimes there are these elusive issues. Yes. How did you How did you approach taking care of yourself and and and, and knocking off the issues that were pernicious for you? Well, I, I think any kind of health journey is like two steps forward, three steps back, five steps forward, two, you know, three steps. You're always like in this journey. And I started with arthritis and heart attacks and I tried to find what would be better foods. And But I call it, Learn to love the food that loves you. Yeah. You know, I found out dairy products do not love me. As much as I was addicted to them right. and craved them, like an alcoholic craves liquor, I craved dairy. And that was that was a sign. So there were just different things. I experimented on myself for several years before I felt like, oh, this is what's working for me. And then I was helping other people. But it's always a process. You know, right, right. That's an interesting phrase. Learn to love the foods that love. Because you can, if you spend some time with yeah. something that you haven't really uh, appreciated, you can you can gain a taste for it and sure. you know and, and you uh, start to feel better yeah, you know and then you yeah. try your other food like i would be on one kind of path in los angeles but then i'd go home to visit my family in chicago <laughs> and it's like oh yeah bring on the uno's pizza right. and then i'd be like oh my god i can't you know I yeah can't move. but you know you know you're going to incur that if you if you but that's part of the deal and sometimes yes, and then so you give it up you, you know? got to give a treat now and then but, the, but sure. what you said is exactly true also because i was never like uh now i'm a mediterranean diet i, yeah. I, I love it i mean that that yeah, to me very similar and that used to be something that I would never be into, but right. you, you obviously know your taste will change throughout life, they you do. know, and that's yeah. part of the deal. Yeah, you, you know, change your, it changes your cravings and everything else. You know, change your taste, change your life. It really does. Tell it's us really... some more about your mother, because your mother's such an yeah. interesting oh, character. Oh, she's a character. My father called her the majority of one. You know, <laughs> she she would, we were went to Catholic school, and on Wednesday, the public school kids would come in, right? So my mother had this thing about you know, oh, the Catholic school kids, the public's kids. And then she would say, oh, no, that's for the publics, you know, or something like that. She was like a real character. Yeah, Not yeah. to say anything against people from public school. <laughs> right, yeah. It was just in our neighborhood. The Catholic school was just, you know, yeah. it, it was right next door. Right. We had backstage passes to Catholicism. <laughs> my mother, my mother not only ran a dancing school in our backyard with 200 students between the ages of 2 and 80, wow. including the nuns who came over for stretch classes. Did I hear correctly, your mother would take the nuns bra shopping, shopping? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, did you read my script because this is all in my show my mother would take the nuns bra shopping at vasaret because that was a factory right nearby so she'd take them bra shopping and she'd come home with these like demi cup black lace bras for us and it's like mom i'm you know 10 i haven't developed yet. no you'll grow into it you'll grow into it she was a character she was always a little bit late for mass because she would make a uh, an entrance with you know her high heels and her hat and everything else. my mother had like this barbie doll figure after yeah. even six kids and she was just an amazing woman that's why for her to like suffer the 
the way she did with rheumatoid arthritis is horrible. I can sort of commiserate because my mother, my mother was always in fantastic shape. She 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 won a like a beauty pageant when she was pregnant with my older brother, and 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 every time I go out with her, like shopping, or whatever, people would report back to my girlfriend that I was cheating on her ah, and be with yeah. my mother. But right. she she was a character that way, character. and 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 the influence, you know, is. Um, that's a that is a unique, wonderful relationship. It yeah. is. It's really special. But Mary Lou, you can you can pass from arthritis. That can, oh yeah, that can be the, the upper vertebrae. I did not know that. What happened was the upper vertebrae of her spine disintegrated, mm. shifted out of position, and made her paralyzed from the neck down. Wow. Oh my god! Whoa. So my mom was teaching dancing in December. Went to bed with the flu in January. Brutal Chicago winter, so they put her in the hospital in February. She had her leg amputated in April, Jeez. and she died in May oh my from god. all the infection Goodness. and from the lack of circulation. She was put on this like hamster wheel thing with two yeah. holes drilled sure. in her head, yeah. and you know the the weights and stuff and. Oh. It, 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 and she had like she was hooked up to thirteen things. But let me tell you something: watching her suffer in the hospital, I had this epiphany of like whatever they tried to do to her, her body would try to rally. Yeah. And I thought, can you imagine if you do the right thing? If right. you're not like taking something away, if you do the right thing for your body, how much your body will rally? Yeah. Do you still dance? You still? Oh alone? yeah. yeah. I'm and dancing it's in, in the, the show. show babe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've okay. got two dancers from Broadway who are fantastic, and they're throwing me around. And I did Dancing with the Stars a few years ago. Yeah. You know, so yeah, got and thrown yeah. around then too. Well, let, let, let me. So again, and this is just a tease, and we're just obviously got to go see the show if you want to. Oh, see it's all so this, much yeah, fun. Stuff. Everybody has. Oh, and you know what else I'm doing? What? I have this thing. I have a fishbowl in the lobby, and people can put a date and a year, and I will pull it out at random beginning of the second act, I'll tell them what day of the week it was, what I was oh doing, my gosh. <laughs> and what song was popular at the time. Well, can okay. I give you a date? Yeah, sure. so that, that type see. of thing doesn't bother you? Because I was hesitant depends. to, you know, like, to, 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 you know, do your... Uh, it depends. Show it depends. Show right. I don't know. Because you know what they do sometimes is they show me a picture, and they'll say, oh, this was... And I go, no, that's not when it was. You know, or I'll tell oh them when God. it was. Oh, wow. Because it's when it was posted rather yes, than... Yes, right, right. Like three months after. And it'll throw you off. Hey, listen, you're, you're phenomenal. Let's see. July 20th, 1969. Oh! <laughs> what? Okay. See, I know why you're I saw this clip floating Isn't around. that hilarious? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Bob Costas asked me the exact same day. <laughs> it was the night of the moonwalk, and I said, I said to Bob, like, no, somebody told you. And he said, no, what? And I said, no, come on, you know. And he said, no, really. And I said, okay, I was in Chicago. He said, oh, there's a story. And I said, okay, that's, that's the night I lost my virginity. <laughs> Standing up in a shower. Oh, he was like, oh my God. wow. So it became like the most famous clip. He, it was, you know, he compared it to like Ed Ames with the Tomahawks and stuff like that. Oh I'm going to tell you something. Crazy. But I know the song. You know song? Okay, go ahead. Believe okay. it or not, the song that was popular. Lay, lady, lay. Oh, oh my goodness. Goodness. That's a great song. Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. That's okay. hilarious. And you know, that you lost your virginity and lay, lady, lay. I know. Oh it was God. the popular song at that wow. time. Preston, we love Mary Lou so much that I'm going to put that neck and neck with the, 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 uh, the, the moon landing. Yeah, 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 right. right. And standing up in the shower as well, your first you know, time. Okay, Catholic school girls, you know, we do all kinds of things because that's the venial sin. I mean, yeah. penetration's the moral, so we have to wait for that. But sometimes you're already taking showers with people, you know, whatever. I know. There, there, there are gray boyfriend. areas. There's yeah. the you negotiate. Area. There's the venial yes. sin gray area. All right, so July 4th, 1975. <laughs> uh, oh, July 4th, uh, 75. Okay, so um, uh, July 4th. Uh, 1975 was a Friday. Yes, it was. Yes, yeah. it was. Yes. And uh, I was in New York City. 
at the time, July 4th, and, you know, saw yeah. fireworks and everything else. And I was uh, I was in the show Grease at the time. Ah, how about the most popular song of that time? Um, now, oh, uh Dancing Queen was very popular. Oh, during that whole section. Uh, Abba. Dancing Abba. Queen. Yeah, 75. And was that your uh-huh. birthday? And, oh, was, yeah, that was the oh, day I was born. Yeah. Oh, did you know that you were born on... On a, um, th- th- did you know that that you were born on a Friday? I did. Okay. I did. So, and the interesting thing about my birthday is my birthday falls on the same day of the week as. So every year, like you know, um, my birthday, my niece's birthday, my daughter's birthday, always fall on the same day of the week. Oh, so, so. you're like I mean, relative apart. It's yeah. an amazing thing. Now, you you had, and I was reading about this. You had you had. Um, the uh, scans done of your brain. Oh, yeah. The, the 300, 300 scans, right? 300. Well, no, not 300. One scan, but it was 300 measurements. That 300 measurements. Yeah, 300 measurements. Well, they've done a few. I've actually had like five scans. But the first one, they wire you, put you through an MRI, take 300 measurements. They found nine areas, 10 times larger than the normal brain. And is the assumption that these are the areas that imbue yeah. you with this ability? Yes, because okay. the other people that test for HSAM we all over-indexed in certain areas. Like, ah. we, were, we followed, because they did, they had, like, a, a pool of, like, I don't know, 200, at least 300 people. And so they just watched how we all moved along these charts exactly the same That's way. amazing. Does that translate to, um, you know, Scripts? like, uh, giving you a, a book and you can, you know, just... Uh, well, that's two-dimensional, okay. and that's different. So that's more like photographic memory, which okay. this is part of, but it's more experiential. Like, I'll remember when I read a book what the characters reminded me of. It's not like I can, like, blindly repeat. Right. Did you ever see the movie bit. Dreamcatcher by any chance? Uh-uh. It's a Stephen King, and they did... They did a, a depiction of someone having memories opening up. And it's basically like a large library with different floors with catalogs. That, oh, so, and I, it feels I, like I, that. I bound it in, or there's the, the eternal sunshine yeah. of the spotless mind. I didn't see that either, but everybody yeah. just goes, oh. That's, it's like when I think of your ability to do mm-hmm. that, I think of filing memories that way, and it sort of makes sense because it's, yeah, it's, it's hard for us to understand it. I know. Yeah. That's why I'm on my third and final husband. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me. Yes. By the way, tickets are available for uh, the Mary Lou Henner show at Bucks County Playhouse. Uh, you can go to uh, bcptheater.org slash Mary Lou. You can go to pressinstitute.com. We'll have a link there. What's the What's the downside to having that ability? Or is oh, there? No, I, I, there's no downside. The only downside, let's say, is that... Uh, well, doing Dancing with the Stars with a partner who constantly changed things. Yes. So I do, I do the choreography. Go, what are you doing? I said, oh, yeah, that was Tuesday when you first taught me. <laughs> so it became embedded. Uh, you know what I mean? So, oh, yeah, so, yeah. So, so the harder part is is adapting incrementally as as people are throwing new well, things. Well, I can't let it seep, seep, seep in. You can't if let I it have to, yeah. forget on out. Yeah. Uh, and then we, we talked about it last time you were here is that you also can... With clarity, recall every very painful moment in your life. Oh, well, everybody can because memory is tied to adrenaline. Mm. Right. So you remember the highs and the lows. You do, know, you remember you, being embarrassed or the first kiss or something. Do you think we lose a, a percent? So would you say, and I, it'd be hard for you because you've always had this, but from like, I remember the death of my, my mother's death. Mm, yeah. Do I? Do you think I remember it as fully as, say, you would? Or, or in other words, would abilities cross? Would we be similar at that point for really probably profound? Probably for something that, that's, that is that strong. But right. I would probably remember, you know, weeks before, right. you know, in, in ways that were just as, that, that were like equal. Do you take pictures when you go on a, on a vacation? Or, or because you can remember things? Is... I don't take as many. Well, first of all, I have a sister who's a photographer. And oh, I well, have a son go. who's always taking pictures. You're covered. You know, I'm yeah. covered. <laughs> so I take other pictures. But that's funny. You're 
bringing up pictures because people always say, what's a good way to remember? How can I improve my memory? Right. Well, first of all, I'm sad because most people remember only 8 to 11 events during any given year, right. which yeah. is what? Yeah. You know, especially remembering 365 or 366. So I always say if you're a visual person because you have this smartphone, take a picture every day that's like your picture of the week and then what you can, or picture of the day rather, and then don't look at it until the end of the month and see how many you can remember. Oh. And maybe you can bring three forward every single month. So don't look for necessarily an Ansel Adams moment, at something yeah. that could be a mnemonic sort of... Like right now, today would be my picture of the day. <laughs> it would be I, us. You guys were the first pe- people I ever saw stand at, uh, you know, at a at radio station. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, I, I like I, that. I, yeah, that's something I've done Here, all the time. I'm taking my picture of the day right now. <laughs> I definitely need her advice because I, you would be really sad at my memory. Like, I, we've met people and we joke about it, but like people will have been in the studio on that microphone. I've stood next to them and taking a picture and I don't remember meeting them. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like tissue paper. You know what I mean? It's like Kleenex. It goes through you. But here's the thing. <clears throat> because uh, everybody has something. I always say everybody has something that they remember especially well. It's what I call their primary track. Right. It's like in the jigsaw puzzle of your life. What are the hard edge pieces by which you can interlock the other pieces to? So you probably have something that you remember. And a lot of times it's places you've lived, places you've worked. Right. Um, sports is huge. Right. A guy will forget his wife's birthday <laughs> or anniversary, but yeah, he'll yeah, remember right. a game. <laughs> you know, I've heard food. Uh, hat, um, hair, clothes. I've even heard bats, you know, like bats. Sure. Worked with somebody who loved bats. So we went down to Bracken Cave in San Antonio. And this guy, memories came flooding back because of around bats. S- smell, the olfactory senses oh, apparently in, in, are really strong. informative. Do you find that with you as well? Oh, yeah, for is, sure. Is there anything you're inclined to or ha- mm. will forget from time to time? Is there a particular memory that you have difficulty with? Not so much a memory, but people always say to my boys, does mom ever forget her keys? Or yeah. they, they say, oh, my gosh. Mom will be like, where's where's the keys? Where? And then she'll, like, stop. And she'll, like, <laughs> scroll. And I go back into the montage. And it's like, oh, right. They're on the bathroom floor because I had to go so badly when I came in. That's where I threw them. All right. That's I don't good. know if wow. this ties in with, with your abilities or not, but do you ever walk into a room and go, now, why did I come oh, in here? Because that happens to me all the time. Oh, well. I would guess that's a no. So I she says no. Yes, I opened a cupboard the other day. My mom was uh, my mom lives with us, and so I opened a cupboard to grab uh, Advil. Uh huh. And so I opened the left cupboard door, and Advil wasn't there, and I immediately forgot why I opened the cupboard door. But I and and I specifically opened it to grab the ibuprofen, and it wasn't there. I was like. Why did I even open the door? <laughs> and I stood Terrible. there for a second. It's I'm starting like, young. Yeah. Oh, I know. And then I opened the other door, and it was on the other side. And I was like, right. "That's yeah. why. That's, That's exactly why." It's so funny because thinking about your birthday, I'm remembering that I saw Jaws like two weeks before because Jaws had just opened. You know, it's like every that whole time in yeah. my life will I remember, come flooding so back. I, I remember the premiere of Jaws, <laughs> mm-hmm. which, by the way. Is kind of acknowledges the first summer blockbuster. Right, right. I saw it June twenty first. Yeah, big movies used to used to be released around Christmas time, right. and then summer became the, the thing. Uh, but uh, yeah, it, it, I do have those moments where I'm yeah. incredibly lucid. But and for but I have a mind for insignificant. Like I I, I don't think in a linear way, you uh-huh. know. And I, I you probably are more able. I mean, for line retention as an actress. You, that what well, better gift could you possibly have? Right, absolutely. But it's like I was saying before, that's sort of two-dimensional, so yes. it's a li- little different. But I also believe that people, that memories come to us four different ways. 
horizontally, vertically, mushroomingly, or sporadically. And you obviously, if you go deep or if you spore out to different memories. That's it. I think because I've been, I guess, if ADD is still the way it's referred to as, that's what I've been told I I have. Yeah, so you spore all over the place. Right, right. Explain explain the mushroom. Oh, the Uh mushrooming is like if I said to you, hey, Preston, how was that wedding you went to the other day? And you said, oh, man, I, I met a guy at the wedding. It was so fantastic. And we had lunch like two weeks later. That's a, that's a, a memory that's that came out of that event. Okay. Whereas a spore person would be like, hey, how was that wedding you went to? And you said, oh, my gosh, there was somebody there who looked so much like that jerk I used to work with who used right. to take credit. You've spored to something that had nothing to do with the wedding. That's fascinating. But you've mushroomed. Oh. Yeah. And it's, it's – but it, the mind is <laughs> – Again, it's, it's so fascinating. It's, it's so it's obviously, there's part of the show that deals with that, but there's also, again, which we started with, you're in, you're, you're like a nexus of pop culture, amazing <laughs> stuff. You were on uh, Cannonball Run, Cannonball Run Two. Oh my gosh! At you were with point, the Rat Pack, basically. The Rat Pack and yeah. Shirley MacLaine, who is like mm-hmm. taking a bright child to a wedding. <laughs> She's like the wildest person. She was always jumping on the guys. But it was so hot because we were in Tucson in yeah. July. It was 117 degrees. Oof. So our makeup call was like two o'clock in the morning because we Jeez. had to pull the plug by one o'clock in the afternoon, and we were driving way the hell out in the desert. And so the whole afternoon was spent at the pool. But it was with Sammy Davis Jr. and Dean Martin. And yeah. you know, was Frank Sinatra was there. Well, you know, it was a little girl who grew up in Chicago. I mean, these were like idols, yeah. you know, and Shirley too, because she's quite a bit older. And it was like, I can't believe I'm getting to do this. And it's all because of Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds, who you, uh, oh. evening five Shane. times I worked five, with him. Yes, yeah. yeah. Never had an affair women. with him. Yeah. Did you come close to having uh... I think our timing was always off, but right. I think that's why we got to work together so often, because I was never like, a past girlfriend that the new okay. girlfriend would, okay. you know, I, I would, adored him. I yeah. Mean, we got along so well, had great chemistry. The first day we worked together. Should I bra- oh. I Go ahead. <laughs> first day we worked together was March 8th, 1983. It was a Tuesday. And so I didn't know if I could throw another day. Go ahead. <laughs> we love it. We, 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 you, no reason to be embarrassed yeah. by your, no, your gift. No, it's so much fun. So, I do it so, in the show, too. But anyway, he called me that night and offered me two jobs. Offered me Cannonball Run, too, and a job at the uh, Burt Reynolds Dinner Theater. So I did, they're playing our was song Was this there. Jupiter, Florida that mm-hmm. he said? Yeah. What a great place. Yeah. Fantastic. So, so uh, and again, though, all those encounters, nobody remembers those those Hal Needham movies. Those yeah. you know, could you even do something like that these these no. days with with, with so many 50, 60. Oh my God, we had the entire like Godfather cast yeah. there. You know, Alex Rocco, all of them. Yeah. We had everybody. Jack Elam was on it. Tony Danza was there. Jackie Chan. Was it, it hard was to crazy. stay focused with all that right. kind of stuff? Going well, on? The, the schedule was really good. I mean, yeah. surely. Dom DeLuise, Bert, and I were like almost every, we were on it every day, and everybody else would sort of pop in and out. But there was one time when there were 23, uh, you know, trailers, yeah, high Hollywood trailers in the desert. It looked like a wagon train. <laughs> God almighty, <laughs> it was so crazy. That's crazy. I mean, but yeah, you couldn't afford to do something like that. So, no. uh, the I, I do, and again, I told you, I mentioned the Aurora Tea Garden mysteries and all oh, that yes. stuff, which which I, I think are, are a lot of fun. They're on Hallmark, they're at Candace Cameron Bray, who oh, I, I love I, her I love so her. much. Yeah. We we quarantined four times together during the pandemic. I'd shot six movies in Vancouver. So they'd make us go there and do two-week quarantines. Mary Lou, are you amazed of some of the people that you find out that love those shows? Yeah, Yes and no. I, I have to give you an example. My father-in-law, <laughs> never in your wildest dreams would you ever think that this man 
would like shows that are on Hallmark Channel, and he's all in on all of them. I am too. So I'm the like Christmas movies. I freaking love them. It's so because you yeah. know you know it's going to be like a happy ending, and also, okay, I'll give you a little secret. Yeah. In the murder mysteries, in only five times during the script is there a murder or kill. The words murder or kill. Right. So when you read the script, you go, hey, I got one of the murders. <laughs> hey, I got one of the kills. <laughs> you you never see red blood. You only see dried blood on a okay. weapon. You see legs, but you don't see anyone really being killed. <laughs> no, right. I can watch them with my six and a half year old niece yeah. <laughs> and she loves them too. And it's, and they're clever. They're really you know, it's clever. Like, I, I say this to people who don't understand why I dig them so much. It's like like Columbo used to be very, it's it's the, the fun of the chase. The, the solving, fun of the, the chase. Solving, yeah. It's, like, yeah. it's like playing the game Clue. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and Charlene Harris is incredible. I mean, yeah. she, you know, True Blood and everything. So she wrote yeah. really great books that then we based the series on. So my mom watches, uh, like, uh, <laughs> murder mysteries, mm-hmm. but they're all on, like, PBS, and it's, like, Dr. Blake and oh. <laughs> um, uh, Father Brown, and it's... It, so she loves these you know the the thrill of the chase, right. everything, but, but the like, clergy solving. But she, yeah, but she doesn't <laughs> want the blood and the gore and all that. Right. So, so she, you I should recommend this to you. Yeah, Absolutely, yes. only dried blood. Okay. You never see a dead <laughs> only body. Only dried blood. You don't ever see That's a dead so body funny. except maybe a hand or a foot. I you love don't see that. Anyone getting killed? That's great. And they're clever. That you have to like. Figure. I'm always surprised at who the killer is. And they're great. And they're I, listen, great. the fun is just experiencing the whole investigation and all that stuff. Yeah. Of all the great. things that you've done, you've done so much. What is the one thing that really, uh, for lack of a better term, nurtures your soul the most mm. in the realm of entertainment? Because you do so many things. What do uh, you love the most? I'm really a person who's in present time, so I love what I'm doing in the moment. Like I, But I, I'd have to say if I had to pick between film and stage, I'd probably pick stage, stage. because it's my first love. I love the f- instant feedback. I feel very comfortable on stage. I have a good time. But I also love writing. I mean, it's scary and it's painful but there's something you're really out there you're out there that's you entirely on yeah. the page yeah. i would yeah. imagine with the stage and, and it's also when you when you're working with a group of people and you guys do something live and it is done and finished with it's got to be it's got to be different than yes, when you have cameras very. rolling and you're stopping you doing take after take and then guys we did it we did it you know right. what i mean yeah. Yeah. at the end of but it. i'll tell you one of the things i love about doing a sitcom and i do another good one in a second is that it's like a fine you know finely crafted little piece of theater but that you perform in front of an audience but then it's recorded for all times okay. you know that during this pandemic the taxi guys and i have done 10 Zooms, because we did the first one for uh, for uh, James Wesley and Seth Rudetsky, the first stars in the house that used cast. Right. So we went on March 30th of 2020, and we liked it so much, we said, hey, let's do this in a couple weeks for Jim Brooks's birthday. Hey, let's do it in a couple weeks when it's the anniversary of our oh, first read-through. Awesome. We've done 10. Wow. And then last oh, week, man. Tony Danza and I, he came to my show at 54 Below, but he came, uh, He we drove up to uh, the Berkshires to see uh, Christopher Lloyd as King Lear. So we did that wow. as well. That's awesome. Yeah, it was great. I, I, and the, some of the guys are coming to the Bucks County. But I'm just say when. All right. Well, we have to ask you because uh, awesome. we have sort of had experiences now because we're friends with the It's Always Sunny crew. Oh, and Danny, Danny. DeVito. Give us, your, oh. give us your best Danny DeVito story from the, the, the taxi set because we understand oh. he was... Especially crazy then. Oh, he was, he's always, I mean, but he was like the Yoda of the group. He was a total <laughs> character. First of all, do you know the story of how he got the job? Mm-mm. Okay, he was down to his last unemployment check and the last $10 in his pocket and the last sort of decent yeah. shirt that he got. He read the script and he thought, I could do this part. Now, the part of Louis De Palma was only supposed to be seven out of 13. So they didn't care who played the part. Right. But his agent said, I want you to come in there. So Danny walks in. 
and I'm going to grab this. And he walks in. I won't. Okay. He walks in and he says, all right, before we begin, I've got one question. Who wrote this? Crap. Uh, yeah. yeah, but the Who wrote this? And he said his hands were shaking, but he thought just he'd go for it. And on the spot, they offered him. Oh, wow. Jim Brooks said, that's our Louie. And then he became the most iconic person. You could have yes. kept Taxi on forever as long as you had Louie. Because the first time he came out of the cage, um, the show was shot. <laughs> the cage, yeah. Because he was in the cage. Yeah. Yeah. He was a dispatcher. Uh-huh. Yeah. He came out of the cage. I had Riga, 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 you know, to Judd's character, yeah, 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 Alex yeah. Riga, Riga, Riga. And he walked down those stairs and you saw Judd, who's like 6'1", six, six, yeah. uh-huh. and Danny, who's 4'10", <laughs> but is a, just a beast. I mean, he's yeah. incredible. We have this expression in my family called PF, and it's like measures the sexual quotient of something. And I'll tell yeah. you when we're off the air what the P stands for. <laughs> all right. But it's PF. It's a right. shortcut. Danny had the most PF of all those guys. Really? Uh, so sexy. Danny's unbelievable. It's funny because when he's we like, he'll, we'll, we, we, we've been in a number of situations, a number of like events with, with uh, Danny, and he's he's always standing next to Kathy. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, he, at one point, he was we were in a golf cart together, and he was stroking my hair. I'm and sure. Caitlin also was like, what are you doing to her? Stop doing that. He gets away with so much, too. He does. But he is, oh, he's so delicious. I love him so much. Oh my my God. favorite, favorite taxi episode was called Shut It Down, Parts 1 and 2. And we were shooting it right before Christmas. And they hated to lose anything. So right. we'd do a read-through on Monday and Tuesday. They'd be, like, fashioning it. And by Wednesday, we had this tight little script. They saw the run-through on Tuesday, and they went, oh. Get, we don't want to cut anything. Right. In fact, we want to expand it. The, so they said, well, it's Mary Lou and Danny, and they're always really buttoned up, so let's get, make it a bigger thing. What was the episode about? It was Excuse called, me. yes, the okay. t- cabbies go on strike. Oh, yeah. And I and I get shop, I become shop, shop steward, and I oh. have to negotiate with him the, you know, the, what we're going to do and to negotiate for the new contract. So he and I do a walk in the garage that is so damn funny. And I'm saying like, okay, it's, he wants a date with me. So I say, okay, it's lunch. We sit at separate tables. I bring a friend, this and that. He goes, all right, all right. It's dinner. I pick you up. We sit together, you know, and he goes through this whole list of things. And he says, and at one point during the course of the evening, at least in front of two or three people, you must call me Stallion. (laughs) (laughs) So I said, no, I I said, and, and he said, and none of this is negotiable. And I say, except Stallion. He goes, especially Stallion, (laughs) right? So that little walk across is like my favorite thing. He made me laugh so much. I had to wear painful shoes to bed (laughs) the night before because I knew he was going to make me laugh. But anyway, I go on this date with him and it's so much fun. Every time I did a scene with Danny, he's such a brilliant actor and he made that character just come to life. I mean, I couldn't be a bigger fan. We're watching (laughs) the video of it. Yes. Oh, yeah. But I mean, that's one of the great one of the greatest ensembles of oh, all time. Yeah. Complete, yeah. And everybody's yeah. still working. I mean, yeah. it's just amazing. You know, I do a tribute to Taxi because there was a song I was supposed to sing for the guys and then it was cut out of the show because the, the show was too long. And Is it one, in your show? It's in my show and I show a montage of all the best moments of Taxi and oh, it's that's so great. funny. Excellent. It's really great. Well, listen, the show, just to remind people, is uh, it opens this Thursday and it is going through the 15th. Yes. Okay, so... 
Get yourself some tickets. Go, and you never know who might be in the uh, audience. Yeah, because I also have guest stars coming up to sing <laughs> oh. and get interviewed. Oh, All cool. right. Really so, fun. Bucks County Playhouse Theater, bcptheater.org. Which is great. Lou, or you can just go to the Bucks County Theater. Yeah, it's a wonderful Bucks place. Bucks County Playhouse. Oh, so it's many so great. beautiful. Awesome. It's yeah. like magical there. The yeah. beautiful and, city. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody's been through that. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Mary Lou, what a treat. It's always Thank great you. to have you. And oh, thank I you so much. We miss you. I miss you, too. And we're psyched you're going to be here for a while. I got to get out and see this show. Yes. Do you let me know when you're going to come. Absolutely. So that we can hang out. <laughs> the Mary, you can have one of the drinks. The Ma- I'm, I'm on it, man. The Mary Lou Henner Show. Thank you so much for being Thank here. Thank you. Mary oh, Lou Henner. And vote for them. Vote for them. Vote for yes. them. Thank you. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay there. HD. It ain't just for your TV anymore. Use your HD radio to hear the best-sounding MMR there is. Plus, enjoy MMR HD 2, the MM Archives channel. Everything that rocks never sounded so good. All right, I got some more stories to share in the B-File. Let's go. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre All right, I probably should have done this one earlier, but I'm going to hit this now. A single Japanese man almost died. From spanking it too much. Oh. Hey, we've all been there. We've all been <laughs> yeah. there. A doctor, is this going to kill me? <laughs> I think I, I almost died on that one. Till I need glasses. Uh, a doctor claimed that fifty-one, the fifty-one-year-old uh, who they didn't identify enjoyed pleasuring himself several times a day. I think I got to go one more time. But his habit nearly <laughs> just one more time. You got one more in. I got one more. But his habit nearly killed him on one occasion last year after he suffered a stroke just moments moments after finishing. Uh, the NHS says the stroke the man suffered can be, got nothing left, coach. can be triggered by having sex, coughing, and even going to the bathroom. Wow. Uh, the man was instantly struck down with agonizing thunderclap headaches after he climaxed, and he later began vomiting. Concerned about his sudden symptoms, he took himself to the hospital. Doctors noticed that he had low blood pressure and was was disoriented. This guy's on his game. Which are two telltale signs of a stroke. Medics carry out a CAT scan on his brain to find the root cause of his symptoms. Have you ever done it so so solidly that you caused yourself a stroke? No. I mean, that's when you know, you. that's that's like, you know, uh, when you're in the zone. Yeah. All my stroking took place beforehand. <laughs> Results revealed... That's like, he, what do they call it? A uh, 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 draft racing or drifting behind yeah, it? Yeah, drifting. <laughs> Results revealed that he had endured a subarachnoid hemorrhage. Okay, so spiders. Uh, a life-threatening type of stroke that was caused by bloody vessel, uh, blood vessel vein, blood vessel in his brain rupturing. Wow. Uh, the man survived his ordeal and was discharged. There's so many words here. Discharged. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, after nearly two weeks in the hospital in an excellent condition. Uh, Dr. Mashario. Dad, can I talk to you for a minute? Oh, Jesus. No. Dr. Uh, Masahiro... Umura uh, and colleagues who published the case uh, offered no explanation as to why he may have suffered a stroke from pleasuring himself, but the NHS says the brain bleed can happen as a result of physical I exertion. To you, eh? He was a pounding the pagoda. Uh, such as lifting something heavy or having sex. Wow. Sexual activity of various kinds has been linked to between 3.8% and 14% of all Subarachnoid hemorrhage cases. Is that right? Mm-hmm, yeah. So, um, actually, Blues Traveler, um, John Popper. John yeah. Popper had a similar situation. Yeah, a heart, heart attack. attack. Heart attack, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. 
Uh, Chinese media recently reported the case of a 14-year-old boy who shocked police when he accused his father of illegal child labor because he had been forced to do chores around the house. Mm. Yeah, I didn't this even is my think daughter. of that as an... Really? She, um, she gives you that? Well, not really, but... She's unionizing? Chores, you may as well think that we're trying to uh, <laughs> enforce slave labor. Uh, sick of seeing his son with his, his hands and eyes glued to his phone huh. and ignoring his homework and studies, a parent decided to give the boy a taste of life's hardships and asked him to put down the handheld and do some housework. Angry with his father for making him take a break from his phone... A reportedly smartphone-addicted teenager snuck out of the house when his father wasn't paying attention, went straight to the police station, and there he proceeded oh to accuse his father of illegal <laughs> child labor. Mm-hmm. The officers on duty didn't really understand what was going on when the 14-year-old boy made his accusation, so he accompanied the boy to the home to get a better understanding of the situation. Uh, when he told the boy's father what his son had accused him of, the flabbergasted parent proceeded to explain what had happened, and he simply took the boy's phone away and made him do house chores. Under Chinese law, housework does not constitute child labor. So the parent was in the clear, but the officer tried to find out how the boy could report his father for something that could have landed him behind bars. After getting no answer from the teenager, the policeman advised his father to discipline him, <laughs> adding that taking his smartphone away for what seemed like a uh, uh, smartphone away uh, for a while, it uh, seemed like a good idea. To that, the boy replied, Do you really think I only have that mobile phone? Uh, that's so naive of you. He said that to the cop. To the cop? Yeah. And the cop and, says, Here, here's my taser. Yeah, Use nothing it. ever happened that I know of after that. Tased the little bastard. He felt it was child labor. Carol Taylor may be 83, but she now has a fifth-degree black belt in karate, wow. an honor that she actually received from Chuck Norris himself. Wow. The Utah woman's passion for martial arts began 15 years ago, the age of 68, when she started taking her 11-year-old granddaughter to lessons. She said, I thought, wow, this is mental and physical. This would be a good thing for someone my age to do. So I asked the teacher if it would be all right if I joined classes, and so that's why I did it. Hi, Grandma. <laughs> Hi, Grandma. <laughs> Hi, Grandma. <laughs> Taylor learned karate alongside her granddaughter. She said, we both got our first degree black belts at about the same time. Uh, And she said that uh, on Saturday, the granddaughter was there to watch Taylor show off her skills in front of dozens at Chuck Norris's annual United Fighting Arts Federation International Training Convention. Uh, For her demonstration, Taylor chose to show forms of karate, including traditional hand techniques, stances, footwork, targeting, focusing, and power. Uh, she performed to the Beach Boys song, Little Old Lady from Pasadena. Walker told me I had AIDS. <laughs> because that's where she grew up. Taylor fooled the crowd by using her bow as a cane ah. to hobble onto the center of the mat, prompting laughter and smiles from Norris and the rest of the crowd. Like Willy Wonka. She then straightened her back exactly and began a display of powerful stances and fierce facial expressions. Taylor received a standing ovation from Norris and many in attendance afterwards. Uh, Norris awarded her a fifth-degree black belt. An accomplishment that takes years to reach in the Chuck Norris system. Sadly, later she broke her hip while flushing the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) All right, one last story, and then we will wrap it up. Uh, The owners of a Montreal barbershop that had its glass door broken by a couple in the throes of passion want to find the pair to make sure that they weren't injured and to offer and to treat them to a night at a hotel. Mike Rose and Dave uh, Le Chasseur, Mm -hmm. co-owners of Savvy Barbershop, would like to identify the couple who smashed through the shop's glass door as they were making out early Monday morning. Could you imagine that? 
Uh, Leslie Shore said uh, it's got it's just to it's just to go full circle to see if everybody's fine. Nobody got hurt. How did they actually end for them, or how did it end for them? And it, I just want to see. Uh, the shop's owner said that they're even willing to pay for a night stay at a hotel so if they come forward and identify themselves. Uh, the video has racked up thousands of views on social media. Shows the couple embracing as they back into the store's glass front and fall through it. They initially thought that a robber had uh, hit them, but they saw the video and they were just making out. So there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file. Let's take a break. Come back in a second. We'll test and see if you've been paying attention. We have a lesson question. Trash and music news. That's coming up next. Uh, next, stay put with us. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, We have finished up uh, today's traffic reports, and now we need to do a lesson question. Did anybody keep a lesson question? Nick normally does it. You know what? I completely forgot about it. And when Nick's not here, Marissa all the favors, right? Yeah. So yeah. what happens is, is uh, Marissa would step in, yeah, and she's not here. So I think I, you know, you could ask oh. one that's pretty obvious. Okay, what um, about what type of hug did Mary Lou Hanner give you? Yes, uh, yes. Oh, okay. Mary Lou Hanner <laughs> performed a sex act on me. Today. Yes. <laughs> what was that sex act? <laughs> a pseudo sex act. I had the same two. She did. It was nice, wasn't it? Was it? Nice. Yeah. All right, two one five two six three WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. We just had Mary Lou Hanner, <laughs> and she did a pseudo sex act on us. It was pretty funny. Uh, it was when we were off air, but we relayed the story afterwards. Two one five two six three WMMR. While you call in, we will do the trash. Here we go. The trash business is a gold mine. Ninety three three WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, let's get some stories from Mr. Steve Morrison. Well, thank you, Preston. R. Kelly is facing new allegations in a criminal case out of Chicago in which the singer is accused of inappropriately touching a male minor. Kelly says it's all a misunderstanding unless you believe he's a disgusting pervert, and then you're spot on. (laughs) The San Diego Zoo reporting that a snow leopard has tested positive for COVID. As a precaution, the zoo is issuing a mask mandate for all the animals with an exception for the toucans. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, after months of indecision, John Mulaney finally filed for divorce from his wife, Anna Tendler, in a New York court on Friday. Melania thought long and hard about this decision, even going so far as to consult with his girlfriend, Olivia Munn. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood trip. All right. So we're going to see if we can get an answer to the lesson question. What was the uh, sexual, <laughs> sexual thing that happened sexual. earlier this morning with uh, Mary Lou Henner? Um, we will go. Now, hang on a second. I have Keegan on the line. Keegan, are you there? Coo-coo-ca-choo. Yes. <laughs> Coo-coo-ca-choo. Keegan, did you call earlier this morning? I did. Did you win a prize? I declined the prize. You declined the prize? Wow. I'm not a Star Trek guy. Oh. Oh, we gave... Oh, you know what? Wait, what? Yeah, so he, he called in for the stupid question. He got it did right. Did declined the prize? I, 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 we Connor need a yes. Connor says yes, he declined the he prize. Did? He's not a Star Trek guy. Then I can let him answer. God, you he's, can. He's good about getting through the phone. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Keegan, what was the sexual uh, act that was performed between uh, Mary Lou Hunter and me and Steve? It was a dry hump. Yes, you're correct. 
Because I, I, I see that name, Keegan, I'm like, man. That's a little too yeah, but unique. If you didn't take the prize, you can only win one prize per right. month, I think is the way it works. So that's Keegan, how you get in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's right. All right, so we are going to give him a Blu-ray copy. I didn't even say what the prize was. I hope he likes A Quiet Place 2. Oh! Which is out now, starring Emily Blunt. Available now, 4K Ultra HD, Blu-ray and digital. Or you can get uh, the two-movie collection uh, available exclusively on Blu-ray and digital. Rated PG-13 from Paramount Pictures. So there you go, man. All right, let's do music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. God. Situation. <laughs> All right, I got some stories for you. We'll begin with this. Uh, Stone Temple Pilots have released a new music video for their classic track, And So I Know, in celebration of Friday's release of the Super Deluxe Edition of Tiny Music Songs from the Vatican Gift Shop. And the new video uh, features unseen high eight video footage filmed by the band themselves during the album's recording session at a ranch house in California's Santa Inez Valley. Have both of you um, been to the Vatican? I've never been. Oh, Kathy, you've been. You, you yeah. been. Uh-huh. Have you been to the gift shop? Is there a gift shop? Um, was there a gift shop? I went to, so like on the outskirts of the Vatican, there's tons. And t- no, right. you know what? There, I think there is an official Vatican gift shop. And yes, I did go in it. All right. I just wondered if that was a uh, conceit for the song or the Yeah, album. I don't really know yeah. what the... I, the I never... outskirts, like the whole outskirts of it, th- there are shops all oh, over I'm the place. sure. Yeah, and they all sell rosary beads and oh, you know yeah. all kinds of Vatican bobbleheads and yeah. things like, like that. Everything. Yeah, Casey has a Pope bobblehead sitting right uh, here. In oh front my of gosh! Him. Yes, the, I forgot about that one. You forgot about that? Uh, yeah, because I always, I have a uh, a beautiful picture of Kathy's husband on top of my other screen. <laughs> That's right. Still have it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got the, both of them right next to each other. All right, an exclusive uh, feature of the Super Deluxe Edition is a previously unreleased live recording in the band's March 14, 1997 concert in Panama City Beach, Florida. By the way, at the end of this, we have two announcements. Yes, uh, two. Hit, so I want to make sure that you are aware of that. Tapers one of, alert. One of them will have some giveaways. Uh, during their concert at Globe Life Field in Arlington, Texas this past weekend, Green Day covered Kisses Rock and Roll All Night. We have a clip we're going to play of this. Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons shared footage of Green Day's performance Paul Stanley wrote, Tonight in Dallas, another reason to love Green Day. And Gene said, uh, Green Day in Houston yesterday. Thank you, gentlemen. It's like chicken on a warm summer's night. That's right. <laughs> and here's a little clip of it. Somebody's phone, obviously. Wow, it's like being there. <laughs> Uh, that's cool of them to do that. That is a fun song. You have, you still have tickets, right? You're, this is the. I, um, no, I put in to buy the tickets. A friend through, you know, uh, right. Live Nation, Live Nation. Uh, which is a perk of the business, right. and privilege. Um, and never got a follow through on it. Oh, so I was going to have them, but then they canceled them. Blah blah blah. Are so you going to go on this? I have to check when that's next year, right? In I believe so. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Why not? It's going to be a great lineup, so I definitely might consider that. Cuckoo, cuckoo, <laughs> yes. Dave Mustaine disclosed the official title of the next Megadeth album while talking with a fan online. In the video posted by the fan, you could hear new music playing in the background, and he said, look over my shoulder. He said, there's the Pro Tools rig with the new album, doing a rough mix, and you're getting to hear a little bit of it in the background for your birthday. Uh, he said, uh, 
The title track is The Sick, sick the, the Dying, and the Dead. The Sick, the Dying, and the Dead. Yes. Uh, Carol, but with you late at night. The one from Megadeth. It's called The Sick, the Dying, and the Dead. He's an overnight jock? Absolutely. Wow. Uh, earlier this year... Sunset to sunrise. <laughs> Mustaine mentioned it as a tentative title in the hopes that it would be released sometime this year. Uh, Corn's Jonathan Davis. See if we have a clip of this, Casey. Corn's, we do. Jonathan Davis has recorded his own version of the Pet Shop Boys' It's a Sin. It's a Sin. For the upcoming TV series, Paradise City. Paradise City. I love this song. I haven't heard this version of it yet. Davis has uh, long had an interest in cover songs. For years, the band has talked about doing such an album, but they have yet to produce one. I love the Pet Shop Boys. I do, too. The TV series is a spinoff of the film uh, American Satan from 2017. Sick. And will feature several rock band covers, uh, among those announced Machine Gun Kelly and Travis Barker covering Smashing Pumpkins' Disarm. Let's play a little bit of uh, It's a Sin. For every sin I long to do, no matter when or where or who, has one thing in common too. Of course, he's going to make it kind of trippy and moody. It's a, it's a somber. It's a sin. It's a sin. Okay, I don't like that. A yeah. little dirgy. Yeah, That's a bit much. Uh, okay, so real quick, uh, I know the Pet Shop Boys, but I can't tell you a song off the top of my head that they do. Left Opportunities and... is probably their biggest song. Okay. I've got the brains. That's it. You okay. Got the brawn. Let's make lots, lots of money. It's called right. Opportunities. So, because my mom was asking whether or not that song, because it's used in a commercial. And, and another one West End Girl. What have I done to deserve this? Great okay. song. Uh, West End Girls is yeah. another huge West one. West End Girls. Yeah. East End Boys, West End. Wait, West End does Dead End World. East End Boys, West End Girls. West End Girls. Yeah, so they had a, they had a few really cool okay. tunes. Um, Water Mind. What have I done to deserve yeah. this? Yeah, that's, that's a great one. And they did a really cool song. With Dusty Springfield. I love it. You Since you've been away, away, I've been wandering around. What have I? What have I? Is that what have I done to deserve, deserve this? this? Yeah, that's yeah, it. She sings a refrain right. in it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. good band. Uh, like many of the covers coming at on the soundtrack. <laughs> By the way, that's the worst thing a DJ can say is coming at you. Uh. <laughs> I, I just had such a... Um, I cringed in uh, um, Good Morning Vietnam because yeah. Robin Williams was like, come in at you. Yeah, yeah. But it's okay. You gotta say Here's something, something like... you can get with your stimmy check. <laughs> like many of the covers in the soundtrack, the Davis version of It's a Sin provides it's a, sin. a more haunting tone it than does. its original. I, I'm not sure I'm a fan. Uh, it's a Sin was released back in 1987 as the lead single from uh, Pet Shop Boys. Actually, uh, their version had a danceable pop beat to it. All right, and then we yes. are ready for a couple of announcements. Uh, I'm going to start with a musical announcement and the non-musical announcement. Okay. This concert is headed to town on actually for three shows. Uh, Wednesday, October 27th, Friday the 29th, and Saturday the 30th. And this will be at the Met Philadelphia. MMR is excited to announce to you, Steely Dan. So three shows 
And they're going to be featuring a different album each night. Wednesday, the 27th of October, will be Asia, the classic. I love it. It's a double album. It's huge. It's loaded. Isn't it a double? No, it's a single. Is it a single? Yeah, yeah. What am I thinking of? Uh, you're probably thinking of a double live album, Asia. Okay. Uh, okay. Was she a singer? No, no she, she was, was a dancer. Okay. <laughs> Uh, on the 29th will be The Royal Scam. Great album. And this song is on there, right? Yes, it, this kicks it all off. It's a great song. Uh, and then on Saturday, the 30th of October, will be selected hits from an album called Northeast Corridor, which I believe is a live album you were saying? It is a live album. It is I'm basically a greatest hits live album. Uh, nice. It's got Hey 19, Peg, Kid Charlemagne, uh, Bodhisattva, all of them. Uh, you can listen to Jackie Bam Bam all this week. He'll have your tickets and complete details available at WMMR.com, including another chance to win for MMR VIPs. Uh, so Steely Dan came through the Met a couple of years ago, and they did something very similar where each uh, each night was it was an album. And then, you know, yeah, more songs in, in addition to that. Um, right, right. But I loved it because... <laughs> Everybody was sitting down the entire time. I like it's really what happens. Yeah. They sort of take the, the stuff, and I, I enjoy. I was one time I got to do front row. Mm-hmm. I think it was at the music box at the, the Borgata. Oh, nice! And um, man, it was it was great because you're seeing some like top level musicians up close. At one point, um, Donald Fagan had left the stage, and I, I'm. Barely certain he had to take a piss or something because yeah. he left the stage and then the band was just kind of like... You were still jam- wearing his remote. It's <laughs> <laughs> like naked gun. Yeah. Oh. oh, dear God. Hall <laughs> <laughs> of Fame nominated. <laughs> Right, Kev? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Turn your mic off. (laughs) All right, one last announcement, and it has nothing to do with music news, so I'm turning off the stupid teletype thing that we use. All right, uh, so uh, this show is going to be Wednesday, November 24th at the Wells Fargo Center. MMR, happy to bring to you Sebastian Maniscalco. It is the Nobody Does This Tour, and uh, tickets will go on sale this Friday. By the way, I didn't say when the... Uh, I didn't say when the uh, tickets go on... Yeah, tic- uh, no, shut up, Preston. Okay. <laughs> tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. for both Steely Dan and Sebastian Oh, Maniscalco. so both of them. Completely different shows. I, I didn't know if I'd mentioned the on-sale de- dates of the um, uh, Steely Dan show. So anyhow... Uh, yes, pre-sale and complete details at WMMR.com, including an extra chance to win for MMR VIPs. Be sure that you are opted in for the MMR VIP emails to qualify. Do you know Sebastian is very good, and he's in the Green Book. Yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. He is really good. He plays uh, his buddy yep. uh, or his cousin or family right. member. He was great in that. He's very yeah. good. In fact, I had to kind of stop and go, is that him? Yeah. And sure yeah. enough, yeah. He's, he's a solid actor. All right, and guess what? We have some tickets. So I will give away a pair of tickets to caller number 18 at 215-263-WMMR. Go ahead and give us a call right now, and we will set you up with that. All right, we are going to take a break. We'll come back in a second, get ready to wrap the show up. The letter of the day for the Word of the Week prize is when we return, and let's get you started with that uh, proper, properly because we've got five letters this week. We'll be yeah. right back. 
93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks proudly supports the American Cancer Society Bikeathon. Hey, it's Marcus. Imagine a world without cancer. Help make it a reality. Join me and Team WMMR on Sunday, September 19th for the 49th annual American Cancer Society Bikeathon. We'll start by crossing the Ben Franklin Bridge, and there are multiple starting points in New Jersey. Each Team WMMR rider gets an official team T-shirt. Registration and complete details at WMMR.com. The ACS Bikeathon, another way 93.3 WMMR is putting Philly first. I don't know about you guys, but I've had a lot of fun today. It was a lot yeah. of fun. Uh, you know, I, I mean, you know, we said last week that the, the, the women were the dead weight, but it turns out it's, <laughs> yeah. it's actually Marissa and Nick. Nick. Yeah. yeah. And it's Kathy was the one we were missing. You were missing, yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> I would like to thank uh, our very lovely guest, Mary Lou Henry. Yay! She's fantastic. How do you not love her? She's so awesome. And what a talent in many ways. I'm going to go see the show. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Uh, she'll be at the Bucks County Playhouse. The all-new club act is called The Mary Lou Henner Show, and it starts on the 29th, goes through the 15th of August, and you can get details and tickets at BucksCountyPlayhouse.org, or you can go to WMMR.com and get the information, too. Uh, I would like to thank uh, Bill Weston and Joe hey, Bell hey, hey, hey. Uh, for coming by this morning, and uh, they give us this really cool award from the um, Pennsylvania Association of Broadcasters. Uh, for the Camp Out for Hunger station event. Um, and then uh, they broke the news that we, the Preston and Steve radio show, have been nominated to be inducted into the National Radio Hall of Fame. Uh, it is the actual Museum of Broadcast Communications right. and their Hall of Fame. And uh, they have nominated us for the Spoken Word On-Air Personality uh, category. We speak words. <clears throat> we uh-huh. do. We speak them. And uh, listeners can vote for this. You get a say in this. There are judges, but they are taking a vote, kind of like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame does. Right. And you can now vote for us if you feel like you would like to do something like that. So you can go to WMMR.com. Uh, if you don't see it there on the front page, you can use the keyword hall uh, for the information. And uh, if you've liked what you've heard over the years, if we've entertained you, um, then uh, you can vote for us. Whatever you do, whatever you do, we're, we are we are thrilled to have you in whatever way. And uh, long as you listen, we're happy. That's happy. Yes, that's a case. It's very happy. But yep. the uh, I was lonely seeing on social media press a lot of people already voting, which we can't thank you enough for. Cool. Thanks very so much. Cool. Congratulations. Yeah. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Nice. How you doing? Coming at you. Come. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I'm sure I've said it before. Coming at you. I've said a lot of really bad and dumb things and mm-hmm. repetitive things. I don't know that I've said that. Yeah. I don't think that's kind of my thing. Yeah. Kind of happy? Hackneed. Oh, hackneed. Yes. I am feeling good, and I hope you are too. Okay, maybe I did say coming at you. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I did. I don't know. Uh, coming at you right now is the letter of the day, though, right? Yes. All right. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. F as in flyboy. All right. And we have a Zeke round barbecue and fire pit kit from Landis Block. In Landis Block, you can start imagining your own backyard paradise by looking at the photo gallery online at LandisBC.com. So we give that away on Friday. we got a full work week ahead of us. 
this week. Uh, you got some good stuff coming up, man? Lots of good stuff. Uh, we have um, tickets for Hoagie Nation yes. coming up this weekend at the Skyline Stage with Hall & Oates. I've, I've been to it a couple times. It's a blast. Yeah, Hall & Oates can drive the whole thing, but they right. always bring in a whole bunch of other uh, artists that are awesome as well. Well, it's going to be at the Man, uh, and it's going to be cool, you know, just being there. Cool and the gang, speaking of cool. That's the cool. Whalers will be there. Uh, Craig Robinson and the Nasty Delicious Soul <laughs> Survivors. <laughs> <laughs> and so I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I'll have that to give away. And uh, also, uh, I have Rise Against tickets. Uh, they'll play Sunday at the Man on the Skyline stage, and that's cool. And uh, Workforce Blocks, um, which may not get further than one artist for the singer's birthday. Yeah, mm. we we kind of predicted how this would break today. Well, there I have other blocks planned, but uh, I don't know that I'll do anything more than the Rolling Stones. I understand that. Yeah. Yep. It's a just a wealth of great t- music. When elected king or queen, <laughs> I will... Uh, uh, Declare it a national holiday. Ah, very nice. He's not a national. I'll back you up on that. Thank you. But there is, he can be a holiday. He could be a holiday, yeah. All right, we have got to wrap it up, so let's thank our sponsors. Preston and Steve Show has been brought to you today by Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. Also, and thank you to Kathy for bringing in some uh, Duncan coffee this morning. (laughs) Yes. Because we were out of coffee. Uh, also, uh, Wilmington University, ready to make a move. WilmU works online or in person. You can learn more at wilmu.edu. And also brought to you by uh, Sunoco. Uh, they know how to fuel peak performance. Fuel your best. Tomorrow, a Tuesday morning, we'll give away a tattoo, and we'll have our very good friend Kevin Smith on ah. the show. Always a wonderful interview. He has his uh, Masters of the Universe series has premiered, and everyone's loving it. That is correct. All right, that is it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, friend. Bye-bye. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Hey, everybody. It's good to have you on the...